Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Episode 122, to be precise. How's it going, everybody? My name is Dan. Good morning, Steve. How are you? I am uh, I'm, I'm awake. Here's what I will say. I felt a little bit lazy after hearing what you did this week. I uh, fixed my bike, and I was going to wolf about that. But then you were just like, oh, by the way, I put together a Nassau... NASA. Why did I say NASA? NASA. <laughs> a NASA, a NASA state. But literally, you, you, you text me. It was like, I did this, 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 this. I was like, Jesus, dude. Kind of proud of myself, man. I don't do that kind of stuff. Explain to the listener. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I did today? Actually, not today. When did I do it? Two days ago. First of all, let me tell you what. This week has been crazy. It's one of those weeks, Steve, where I feel like I haven't had a free moment. Like every moment that I'm awake. I'm doing something for some you know, specific reason. That's the week it's been. So Wednesday was my day off and my alternator decided to die. And that was fun. Let me tell you what. So yeah, I ended up fixing. I changed out my, my alternator and the serpentine belt, bro. Thank you, Ooh. YouTube. Thank you Ooh, very much. Really? I felt kind of manly after that. It took me like way longer than it should. I'm thinking someone that really knows what they're doing is probably going to knock this out in like an hour, hour and a half tops. Me? Five hours. <laughs> well, how did you know it was your alternator? Oh, because uh, I was driving and the brake light and the battery light came on. And just recently, I had to replace my alternator in the uh, Toyota. So oh. I was like, I bet you this is the same thing. So I took a voltmeter and I just Look checked it. This guy. You check Got it, you know, you, you have the car off and then you check it with a voltmeter and you should be around like 12 with your battery. 12 sounds about right. I, I could be talking out the side of my neck, but let's say 12. And then you turn on the car and it should go up. Maybe not significantly, but it show, it, the, the idea is that the volts should go up and it st- actually went down. So yeah, it was a bad alternator. And it was making this weird noise. Like, every time you would step on the gas, it would like when you would accelerate, it would sound like you were accelerating. If that makes sense. It was like, you know so wait, I mean? were you on the road when this started happening? On the road again? I was. Yeah. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? That's what I said, Steve. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Oh, Jesus, dude. And so you were on the road and you had to get it towed to your house. No, I didn't. I just um, like you have a little bit of time. It'll start draining your battery. Oh, what was it? Uh, This is probably super boring, but it was the diodes. The diodes died. Jesus, dude. That's what they told me. I'm sorry. So like I smelled something kind of like burning wires. I'm like, that's not good. But I drove it anyway. <laughs> but, but I drove it anyway, and uh, I went over to the uh, local O'Reilly. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Went over there, and they were like, yep. "Hey, what's up?" I said, "You know, I think I got a problem with this." So he double checked it with the voltmeter thing. He's like, "Yes, you do have a problem. That's your alternator." I'm like, "Bingo! That's what I said." And how much was an alternator? Why are you getting all up in my financials? Um, I did, I've never, I didn't, I never knew. Well, I'll tell you this: I actually probably spent more doing it the way that I did it. But I learned something out of it. It's sort of like I paid for an education. Okay. Because. Like, okay. Well, to answer your question, I think it was like 240 It's not bad. Then you take it back, ladies and gentlemen. You take back and they give you the core refund. So actually it was like 220 
That's not bad at all, dude. Yeah, and then I got a guy that was going to do it probably for like a hundred bucks, maybe a little more for the labor. And I was like, you know what? I bet you I can do this. So I went on YouTube, checked it out. I'm like, I can totally do this. Why do they always make it look so easy on YouTube? You know, because like if you've done something a million times, even if you try to break it down to its easiest components for somewhere else, you're it's muscle memory for them. They don't even have to think about certain things. Whereas you're you're thinking like, wait, let me rewind that. What did you just do there? And so it's a little bit more dip, but I'm sure. But you still got it done within a day. That's crazy. Yeah, it could have been a disaster, but it's not. It's never easy because I'm like, okay, I'm ready to do this. I have some tools. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of tools. And that's what cost me more is like, okay, now, because I used to have a bunch of stuff and we got robbed uh, when we moved. I'm sorry about that. I really needed the money. (laughs) I'll get you back one day, sir. Remember, I touch booty holes. Oh, dude. Yeah. People know now. (laughs) Only Patreon. People that aren't listening to Patreon, like, what the fuck is he talking about? (laughs) Um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I only have like a, a set amount of tools and I thought that I'd have everything that I needed. But guess what? I didn't. And... Like some of the stuff I had, like the guy's like, okay, you're going to need a 12 millimeter socket. You're going to put that on right there. You're going to take that thing off. I think he's from Chicago. And uh, I said, cool, I got one of those. But you know what I didn't have? A deep seated socket. The, oh, the, the long. Extendo. The long. Yeah, yeah I didn't have any dude. of that stuff. And then uh, what was it? <sighs> oh, you need a wrench. You got to get a torque wrench. Didn't have one of those. Uh, what else? I had to buy just a few other things, man. You know, those are, that's not bad. At least you'd have to buy some freaking, you know, huge monster set. You're, you're good. You're good. I had to buy Jack, Jack stands. So I probably spent, I'd say I probably spent close to a hundred dollars over, but in the end I ended up gaining some tools and some experience, sir. So I feel rewarded. That's not bad, dude. Honestly, it's not bad. I mean, no. you're, you're, you learn something. You now know how to fix Like, I bet you next time you could do it within a few hours. Yeah, I think so. But here's the fucked up part is like it never ta- nothing ever goes easy, right? Like I was saying, like they make it look so easy. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. So, you know, like the heat shield over your engine. I do. Anyway, I'm like, let's do this, man. Allen wrench. I got these. Put one in. Stripped. I'm like, what the fuck? So whoever worked on my car what? last stripped out all of the, the Allen bolts. Oh, dude. <laughs> so every single one of them dude. was out. So I had to take it over to my uh, to my wife's cousin's house. He lives right down the street. And this dude can fix anything. And he was probably going to fix it for me. But I'm like, no, no, nay, sir. In fact, I'm going to fix this thing. But what he had to do is he had to drill out the bolts and then use, you know, he had, he's, he's the guy that has everything. And yeah, so he has just, those like compressor tools where it's like, boom. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like I'm changing my tire. I had to take my tire off to do this. For the serpentine belt. And I'm like, with the, with the, uh, cause you get like a tire iron that comes with your car. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I was using. I'm trying to get these things off. Cause whoever did it last time used like an actual, whatever yep. those are called. Mm-hmm. How are we with the noises today? I think we're doing pretty good. You're killing it. You did one too. I'm actually I did good. because I, I, yes. I felt like I was there actually. I felt like I was in a pit at a NASCAR. Thing. You're anyway. actually doing very well considering, you know, you, you, as far as the, Issues you've had with your car. It's not that bad considering how many miles you've had on it. That car is a, such a piece of shit and I really need oh, to get rid of it. All right. And I'm wondering why I don't. Right now, though, during COVID times, it's it's still hard. You have to make appointments and stuff. Trying to get cars for, for two kids. You want a new car? Uh, not, not necessarily. So why don't you just go on Facebook Marketplace? Why don't you just go on Facebook Marketplace? I do. I'm looking now. You gonna get another car? Oh, for uh, Maj? Uh, no, for uh, for because he's not gonna need one next year. 
Um, I'm going to get one for myself because I'm a garage. Since I'm paying off the my car, I'm a garage the garage it and use another like just daily driver. You're gonna. So then, what's the point of having that car? You're gonna be two car Steve just to drive it on the. Oh, your weekend warrior. Yeah, I'm gonna hey, hook look it at up. Me. Too. I have a status car. Oh, and then I put it into my garage all week long, and then I get out and I drive it around <laughs> on the weekends, and everyone thinks I'm really fucking cool. Well, and I'm having to reorganize my garage because of the gym equipment and stuff. Your $3,000 gym equipment? Yeah. Man, you're yeah. really just sort of like pulling out your dick and flashing it today. Um, You know, it's it's funny, dude. Here's what I'll, I'll I think it's a, a, um, I've realized that I've been in this house for longer than I thought I had. And I haven't done the stuff that I should have had, should have done for the last decade. I hear you. I understand that better than you think. I should have gotten a new sink already. I should have gotten certain. I should have gotten certain things. I should have got. There's a um, the external window seal outside of my kitchen. It's kind of bending. I should have gotten a carpenter to come in and and do. I almost did it myself. I until, was going to say, why don't you do it yourself? Because they started being like, all right, now take your table saw and your measurement and cut. I'm like, oh Jesus, I don't have a table saw or somewhere to cut a measurement to put it up there. Well, like, have you ever I, thought that maybe you should get a table saw and then the next time you need a table saw, you'll have one? I will never need a table saw again. I have a chainsaw. Maybe that'll do the job. No, I don't think so, Steve. I think <laughs> you're being a little ridiculous right now. Actually, there's there's a guy I know. I didn't tell you uh, at church when I was playing, uh, uh-huh. a guy walked in and I was like, hey, look at this dude with the bandages. He's like 70. And he's like, yeah. Look at this dude with the bandage. Look at this dude with the bloody wound on his leg. He had a bandage on his hand. It was like all wrapped up. And I asked him what happened. And he went into a a story about him getting shot. He got shot in one of the wars. And I'm like, that was a long time ago. What happened to your hand? He's like, oh, yeah, that's older people get sidetracked. But he's like, oh, I was wondering, like, it's still a leaky wound from. That's what I was like. I was like, but your hand, he's like, oh. Using a tr- uh, table saw, cut off three fingers. I'm like, and you're at church, huh? That's. <laughs> oh, you mean that? Yeah, I forgot. About that. <laughs> hey, dude, why is your hand dripping blood? So back in 1942. <laughs> yeah, it is. I know. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for that to happen where dementia kicks in and people are asking me, like, how do you get to uh, Clovis? And I'll be like, my son lives in Oakhurst now. <laughs> he loves pizza. <laughs> That's hard, man. When you work in my industry, it's like you have to ask patients questions. Hey, how did this happen? You get that stuff all the time. Because they don't they don't have anyone to talk to, Dan. Yeah, it's not my fucking problem, Steve. Oh. Oh, <laughs> but back to your so the alternate does it when you turned it but I did not know you needed to take the wheel off to change an alternator? No, not the alternator, the serpentine belt. Jesus Dan. The mud well or the mud cover that you know it protects the the engine from mud and stuff and various debris oh my miscellaneous God. debris dude so i had to take that off yeah it was no big deal steve i got a, a flathead screwdriver and i just uh popped out a couple of fasteners there and then i took my socket 14 millimeter no actually i'm lying to you it's 10 took that out and put it aside took out the lug nuts and all that stuff of the of the tire put that aside you know what i mean <sighs> No big deal. Bro, you are better than me. Then I got in there and I, you know, you have to make sure that you're, 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 you're wrapping the serpentine belt correctly because there's a whole, are you aware of what goes on with the serpentine? I have never heard of the serpentine belt. I've heard of the serpentine fire. 
Well, friend, let me tell you what. In my experience, I've learned some things. Please. So you, it connects to your alternator, right? Uh-huh. And then you have to connect it to your water pump. <laughs> and then your, what is it? Your power steering. And there's all these different pulleys. And if you fuck that up, your car's donezo. Because it's going to like drain. It'll fuck up your water pump. It'll fuck up the alternator. It just does a bunch of bad stuff. So you have to make sure that this thing's wound properly or wrapped properly. That's always the scary part. I'm like, okay, <laughs> here it goes. Because, oh, that's the other thing too, Steve. You got to get this bolt, 14 millimeter. That's where the 14 millimeter comes in. I don't know why I talk like this. That's how the guy talks on the video. <laughs> you you got to pull back the, uh, what was that thing? The tensioner bolt, Steve. You pull the tensioner bolt back and it reveals this little notch where it lines up with the alternator and then you can put a six millimeter bolt in there to keep it in place. So that way you've now loosened the tension of the serpentine belt. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know this is super boring, but no, I'm, it's, I just, I'm kind of chubbed up about it right now because I did something manly this week. That's impressive, bro. It really Ladies, is. I'm taken. So just stop. I, I just, you are, you're, by the way, it's it. a, this is new week. This is a new week for me. It's a new Dan. Got some new scrubs this week. Oh, medical scrubs. That's what I, that's my attire for work. Look, I am in prom. Are you, are you loving these scrubs? I'm going to give one shout out. Hit it. Figs scrubs. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been wearing Dickies. I've, I've worn Cartwell. I think it's Cartwell. Cart, hard cart, Carhartt. That's what it is. Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> Landau. I think that's it. Possibly a Cherokee once in my life. But uh, let me tell you what, folks, there's no, no other scrub on the market that is uh, comfortable. It's breathable. And God damn it, it made me look good, Steve. That's the important part. People are walking around like, hey, look at that guy. That dude's going to get laid tonight. I'm like, you bet your ass I am. I got fig scrubs on. <laughs> fig scrubs. Uh-huh. Very nice. I'll look they into came them. with a jogger pant. That, oh, that, I uh, like that. Kind of kind of cuffs at the, at the ankle. So if I, I wanted to, I could like be that, that dude. It's like, hey, look, I got shoes on with no socks. And you can tell. You can see my ankles. But I don't do, do that. Do you do that? No, I don't. Do that. I don't get that way. Well, I mean, I will go check out because I do like my joggers. So are they jogger material or scrub material? Why would you get fig scrubs, Steve? Because I like being comfy, cozy. Dude, you're not. But they're medical scrubs. You're just going to walk around. You're at Save Mart, the local grocer with uh, fig scrubs on. Yeah. Well, no, at my my, uh, job, my facility. No, you don't need them. Because I would really feel like comfy. Right now, it's just way too hot and I'm falling out of my clothes. So I'd rather just be like, let me get some new stuff. I don't think this is going to be the thing for you. I've seen you what you what wear. That? I think you need to stay there. Oh, you think so? <laughs> I almost went to go visit you. I was at that facility. But you didn't. Because I knew you were busy. It was 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock is crazy in that. I've walked through yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy right now. There's a lot of yeah. shit going on that I can't talk about. I understand. But what you can talk about. Yeah, I can talk about several things. I have a question real quick for the audience. One person specifically. So, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think this is an important question. I think you'll like where I'm going with this. So, I don't often look at our, our uh, chart numbers anymore. Not chart numbers, but like our numbers, our download numbers on Libsyn. I don't really do that that often, but I happen to. And I did notice one consistency. It's been there for a while. We have one listener in Spain. Ooh. One. That listens consistently, or at least downloads consistently. Who are you, sir or ma'am? I'm reaching out to you. Who are you? mysterious Spain listener, hit us up. Heroes of Noise podcast. You know what? Let me tell you what. There's a better way of doing that. Could have said Spanish listener. 
It's just kind of weird. <laughs> hey, person from Greece, listener. Oh, there's another way to say that. <laughs> Check this out, though. Yeah. What if they're not Spanish? They're in Spain. So? So what do you mean? So if you move to Europe, uh-huh. you're still an American. So you think they move from America to Spain? I don't know. They could be fucking Japanese for all I know. It's totally true. So I said Spain listener. I'm not going to assume they're Spanish just because they live in Spain. I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be a great assumption. Right? But anyway, would you're taken be... away from this. Go okay. ahead. Okay, quote unquote Spanish listener. Who are you? I want to know. Write into us, please. All right? And you know how you do that, listener? You just do it by, uh, well, like this. I'll tell you. Hola, ¿qué tal? Me llamo es Daniel Ramirez. And the rest of it will be in English because I don't speak Spanish. You're listening to the Heroes of Noise podcast, episode 122. And I have some information for you. Perhaps you'd like it, perhaps not. But if you'd like to get a hold of the show, hit us up at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. Señor y señoras. Heroes of Noise podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public. Steve at SE underscore Hudson Music. And you know what? You can get the whole enchilada. That's right. I did that on purpose at www.heroesofnoise.com. Leave us a voicemail, some salutations, say hola, whatever you want to do. You can purchase merch there. You can subscribe to our friend shows. You can do all kinds of stuff there. It's sort of like the world's your oyster. But anyway, I digress. That's how you get a hold of us. Do so, because I want to know who you are, mysterious Spanish listener. I'm going to go ahead and turn it back to good old-fashioned Steve Hudson. Mud ducking Steve Hudson. (laughs) So Dan and I had an interesting conversation this morning. And we were both on the same page. We haven't gotten to do a lot of reviews. And Dan has watched pretty much every movie that has existed on any sort of streaming service or cable station. That's hyperbole, ladies and gentlemen. It's totally hyperbolic. Um, so we are going to discuss our wonderful watches and talk about what we've been watching this episode, as opposed to me BSing for 18 hours. And next thing you know, we're done. So, okay, Dan. Seven minutes. If you got seven minutes, talk about six movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, Dan, what would you like to start with? Let's do it. The, the, the watch extravaganza. Okay, well, you've, I think you've watched everything that I've watched, yes? Under, uh, not the Umbrella Academy. Not the Umbrella Academy. Well, I kind of already talked about that, but that was on the Patreon episode. And I had to keep it kind of loose. I'm still going to keep, or not loose, but I had to keep it kind of restricted because of this embargo thing. It's, uh-huh. It seems that I'm still learning how to do this with the screeners. But now it's out. Just It just came out last night, I believe. I believe it was like midnight when it dropped. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that if you liked the Umbrella Academy season one, I did. I will admit that it took me a little time to get into it, but that's my own thing. But in the end, I got there and I loved it. I did the same thing with Game of Thrones. So, you know, whatever. whatever. Sue me. But uh, I will tell you that I loved Season one of Umbrella Academy. And I'm here to tell you that season two is even better. Like, seriously, no exaggeration. It's just a better put together show. It's uh, the characters are more developed. Uh, If you watch the show, the character of Ben, who's there, which if you haven't, I'm not going to really blow it for you. But Ben is way more present in this in this uh, season, rather. And he's killing it like everyone's killing it. Everyone that should be killing it is Uh, Robert Sheehan is clearly the standout, probably will be the standout in anything that he's in for the rest of his life, just because he's that kind of guy. But the character of Klaus, um, what are some of the things I can tell you now? Let me just tell you like what's going on. So at the end of season one, the character five, you're just going to have to Google this shit if you don't know who I'm talking about. But the character five saved the family from certain doom, the apocalypse to be more specific, by opening up a portal and taking them all. He said it was going to be risky, didn't know it was going to happen, but he took them all away. This basically takes place like right after that. By the way, it's like one of the best opening scenes I've seen in a long time, but it opens up and again, they're facing certain doom. 
Well, what ends up happening is, is that he did get them away from that, but he drops them into the 60s and not just like one year where everybody's together. They're sort of scattered throughout 1961 through 1963. And it's the whole season is basically about them dealing with their new lives, sort of assuming that everyone is dead and what happens to them how they lead their lives. Some of them become very comfortable living in the 60s. Some of them are still trying to, you know, they're obsessed about getting out. But most of them just kind of fall into this new role. And uh, Klaus, I'm not, this is no spoiler, like this is in the uh, one of the trailers, but Klaus now has a cult, which is perfect for his character. Uh, Vanya, they wrote her much better. She has a much better story arc. And they have some new characters that are great, great additions. They have some people that are returning, which I won't get into because that's kind of spoiler territory. But the entire season, like sometimes I have to work through a season, Steve, you know what I mean? Like you watch one episode and you're like, okay, well, maybe I'll watch two. And then you put it down. You're like, I don't have to binge this entire thing right now. I don't know about you, but that's how I do it. Or maybe even better is watching them week to week. Cause you know, I like to do that too. Mm-hmm. This is one of those seasons that was built to be binged. Like it just feels like you have to binge this thing. Okay. So I have nothing but good things to say about season two of the Umbrella Academy. I'm not going to spoil a thing for you guys uh, other than the fact and again, this is the trailer. And you, if you just like look out there now, uh, it's there. But there's a John F. Kennedy thing going on. It's 1963 ish. So, if you know, your history books, figure it out. Uh, quick really question good. about the would that be a spoiler for the first season knowing how it ends or it doesn't matter? No, I don't think so. I really don't think I've given you anything. But if I did, please let me know. It'd be better if you watched it, you know what I mean? Because then I would love to just sit and talk about all these certain details with you. I wouldn't mind spoiling it. I would put the spoiler, you know, the warning at the top of the show, but we're not there. It just came out. I have was fortunate enough to get the screener and I've had I've been sitting on it for like a month. I didn't want to watch it too soon because like, what's the point? Like, I have a bunch of shit that I could be talking about, but some of it's embargo. Most of it is embargoed. Like, oh, you can't talk about it until September 4th. That's how they do it. So uh, this is one that I can talk about. And I waited until this week to watch it. And it's just fucking fantastic. Or last week, rather. It's just fantastic. So, guys, seriously, Steve, seriously, get on this, dude. Work <laughs> out your problems with the show and just watch it. I promise you this is right up your alley. You okay? I don't think you're really serious about doing this. <laughs> I don't ask a lot of you. No, you, you, you don't. You do not ask a lot of me. I just think this is one of those shows that you're like, you should watch it. But it's a different vibe you have. There are some things where you're just like, you have to do this. This is a please watch. This isn't one of those. Yes, it is. You're making it that, but it doesn't. It didn't have the same kick that some other mo- movies that you've told me to watch. How because I'm trying to be very uh, discreet about it. I don't want. <laughs> I want to be very non-spoilery. And uh-huh. I'm telling you, my words are: I am begging you to watch this show so we can talk about it. Okay. And you, oh, you're such a dick. Sometimes that's <laughs> you're impossible. Here's a question. First, give the rating. I'm going to give it five out of five Colts. I'm not feeling real uh, saucy with the, the witty things. Okay. Honest question. Mm-hmm. Now that I know they avoid certain doom in the first season, mm-hmm. can I just start the second season? No. Oh, God. There's little surprises in this one. You're like, oh, look what they did with this okay. character. Yeah. No, you really need to watch the... F- why, are you, why are you trying to half-ass it? No, because, no, because I, know how, I know how it goes. I'm like, oh, they avoid certain doom because he opens up a portal. Yeah, I, yeah, but I don't think that's really, I really don't even think that's a spoiler, to be honest with you. I know, but of, I'm saying a lot of times the first season is, are they going to, because the only thing is, I didn't know if they were going to get a second season. So, I, but I think a lot of the, you're wondering, are they going to die? Is something going to happen? But now I know they won't. I can watch second season. I will give this, it's not even a negative attribute that I'm going to give it, but I'm going to tell you, 
some people might be annoyed with the fact that in season one, the apocalypse is the that's what they're working against the entire season. Okay. Season two, the same end game's happening. Like there's an apocalypse, but it's the way that they do it that makes you go, oh, well done. Okay. Bravo, Umbrella Academy. But no, I would not skip season one because there's a lot of characters that pop. Well, not a lot, but there's a few characters that pop back up and they pop back up in a way that you're like, oh, that's really cool. It's a well-written show. And uh, season two, like they just got their shit together. So I cannot wait for season three. This guy passing out five out of fives over here. Man. I'm I, I, seriously, I really, really enjoyed it. It was okay. great. You know, I got to go to the panel and maybe that's why I'm a little more attached to it, you know, because I was just hanging out with them and stuff. Yeah, no big in, deal. In Chi town But in all seriousness, I think it's just really well done. And I'd like all the actors and it's just great. So check it out. I'm probably spending too much time on it at this point. <laughs> done deal. That is Umbrella Academy. That's on Netflix right now. You betcha, buddy. Love Dropped it. On the, uh, just this morning. What's next? You tell me. Uh, well, let's go down the list. Let's go to the rental. It's something that uh, you told me to watch last week, and you had the enthusiasm that I need. <laughs> Man, you're in a mood today. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You said to watch last week, and I remember you were like, um, <laughs> I, you said, uh, yeah, you got to rent it. And immediately yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. You've got to rent the rental. Do you see what they did? I see that. It is the rental. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this because I don't have to go to movies right now. So six bucks, what are you going to do? Six dollars, go for it. Um, so what did you think about the rental? Which is oddly enough, Dave Franco's directorial debut. Is it the debut? I'm not sure if it's his debut, but it's a solid submission in my opinion. Go for it. What did you think? Well, what did you think? I just talked for like 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Did you talk for 10 <laughs> minutes, Dan? I don't know. I mean, who's counting, Steve? I'm pretty sure really? it was four. All right. I'll, I'm going to queue it up for you. Or I'm okay. going to tee this shit up for you. you Go you, for you, it. You, uh, you do what you will. Yeah. So we're talking about the rental. This is a 2020 release. Fun fact, it's playing at the drive-in about 20 miles from my house. And I'm kind of considering going just for the fact of I don't really want to necessarily see that movie again. But I want to go to the drive-in. And it's also playing with Peggy, Steve. No, it's Becky. I oh, apologize. Becky. I seen it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have not seen it yet. I said I heard myself say Peggy, but I've been watching a lot of Hamilton. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, it's playing with Becky. And I think that's a pretty cool. Like, when's the last time you went to? I'm not going off on a tangent, but when is the last time you went to the drive-in? So I guess I am going off on a tangent. It's been years. It's 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 been since uh San Luis. Yeah, man. Don't you miss those days or were you not a fan of drive-ins? I love drive-ins. I mean, Granted, in this climate, with the stupid masks and everything you have to wear, which I'm pro, by the way, but I still think they're stupid. I hate wearing them. I wear them every day, and I hate it. But um, it's still a cool thing, man. Like You can just get out there. You can have a little space. Get out your snacks. Bring yourself a little ice chest or something like that, you know? That's my thing. What's in your ice chest? I'm normally bringing, uh, obviously, I'm going to bring some ginger beer. Of course. And then I'm going to bring some peanut butter M&M's. Uh, which, and then I, what, I forgot what they're called. They're these, it's this flavored popcorn and it's a certain, um, popcornopolis. No, it's uh it's like with the colorful bags, but anyway, I'll bring some of that. But for me, if I'm watching a drive-in movie, I could get sick on how much candy I eat though, because you don't have to worry about being noisy, opening the, oh, Kit Kat for sure. Reese's peanut butter cup for sure. So yeah, I'm doing it all in. What are your thoughts on hot tamales? Can't stand them. That's racist, man. Those things are gross, dude. What are you talking about? They are disgusting. Okay, whatever. Anyway. You eat a bunch of, you can eat a box of them? I can eat a whole box. Jesus, Dan. What are your thoughts on, uh, uh, what are those things called? Sour Patch Kids. No. Oh, how about this combination? Milk Duds and Popcorn. 
I've never tried it. It doesn't sound horrible, but I've never tried no, it's, it. It's it's a wonderful thing. Seriously. I can't so. believe we used to share popcorn. Right? We don't blow out birthday candles anymore. We haven't really figured out what we're going to do with the popcorn yet. At least in this fucked up country. We haven't figured that out yet. Regal's uh, like, hey, we we're, we're opening up next week. Uh, probably not. How about the week after that? Mm, probably not. But eventually we're going to get there and we'll figure out how we're going to do this whole popcorn thing. I don't buy movie popcorn, so. You don't? No. No one cares about this, but I I do actually. Why not? Because it's expensive? No, it's just not. It's, it, like for me, in order for me to buy it, it has to be better than what I can make. And it's not. Do you sneak popcorn into the movies? Please say no. yes. I've been to the movies with you several times and I've never seen any of this behavior, but. No, I don't. I normally just go and I watch the movie. I don't. All the other stuff, I just, because I never was a big germ person. It's like, I know that if, like, if I touch, if I open my Kit Kat and my thumb touches it, I'm yeah. tossing that piece away. Hold on. If you open a Kit Kat and your thumb touches the Kit Kat? Yeah, I'm tossing that piece. What, are you using your dick to eat this? What? Are, no, because I, I know my thumb touches. Oh, touch do you some- eat it like a, like a burrito? Yes. You're weird, dude. <laughs> Why Weird. It kind of prepped me for its time such as this. What does this have to do with your thumb touching it? Because I know my thumb touched something else. How about you just wash your hands? But then if you sit down on the seat, you know your your thumb has probably touched the armrest. Oh, I got you. I got you. I, I'm thinking you're, this is just your whole way of doing things. Oh, no, like, no, no, You're no, still no. talking about being at the movies. At I understand. The movies, yeah. So you're worried about cross-contamination. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that makes a little bit more. You're, st- you're still weird, by the way. But um, you eat, You'll eat it with your fingers? Uh, yeah, but I make sure my hands are clean. I don't touch rails. I don't. But you touch something. Yeah, with a napkin. No, if you get the if you get the Kit Kat wrapper, that that thing was handed to you. Oh, I think you're being a little bit ridiculous. Okay, Dan. Anyway, <laughs> I have lived forty something years, and I've never had a problem with some kind of cross contamination at the movies because of a fucking. <laughs> a you foul don't know Kit if that's Kat. why you got a cold. I'm still here, man. I know, but you still were uncomfortable for a while. <laughs> uh, no, I just think you're weird. But okay, anyway, that's fair. But anyway, go move <laughs> the the drive in rental. Uh, this movie you said you wanted to say. I, I don't even know where you saw. I saw it because I believe Sloterhouse uh, tweeted something about it or posted something about it. I'll be honest with you. That is exactly where I saw this. Oh, nice. She's on point with her movies. Not so much with the rappers, but with the movies. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Melissa, I'm going to call you out. What's up with this new sound? This new, what's up with this new, uh, now I want to do rock and roll by M- uh, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. And why does Travis Barker always have to be there? I, I don't know. I'm just asking you. Like, seriously, I want you to turn it on and listen to it. And then just ask yourself, step outside yourself for a second. You know, this goes for you too, Shanks. I think you're a fan. Just stop. Just what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? It all sounds the same to me. There's so much more out there. Oh, man, I got to stop talking about this. I'm, I'm half kidding with you guys, but seriously, I'm not a fan. Anyway, it, uh, for me, it's just like the, it all pretty much sounds the same. I, Him doing rock, another per- I'm like, yeah, you guys all sound the same. Like, and my head, and my head. Nice. Is that? Oh, he did that song? And my head. Zombie? No, no, oh. no, not that song. I don't even know if that's the lyrics, but it sounds like that to me. Not good. It's- I'm just being real. I understand that you have affection for this man. I'm sure he's probably a lovely human being. I know he's got a foot thing. I have a feeling that Motley Crue movie had something to do with it. He's into Megan Fox's feet. That's not a big deal. Does he date Megan Fox? Yeah, they're dating now. Oh, I didn't know. Have you seen her thumb? 
maybe that's why he's into the feet. And you're like, oh, that's cool, man. I'm glad you like her feet. How them hands, though? <laughs> do you think she's pretty? I do think she's pretty. I don't think she's, uh, you know, a goddess or anything, but she's pretty. I mean, here's what I would tell. If I was if I was MJK's homeboy, and he was just like, hey, G, guess who I'm dating? I was like, who? He said, uh, um, Megan Fox. I'd be like. Would you be like, ah, thumbs up. Nice job. I would have been like, G, you need to calm down. He'd be like, why? I'm like, she used to date Brian Austin Green, G. It's not a big leap, G. Just calm down. <laughs> we all had a shot. So she's not hot because of her dating preferences? No, it's not that. It's just like, you think that just like, she didn't go from Denzel to you, G. Just let's breathe easy. <laughs> Lateral move. <laughs> I mean, just calm down a little bit. That's all I'm asking. It's just like, gee, you just need to breathe, homie. Like, but she home- was in Transformers. That's my point. Calm yeah. the fuck down. Was. God, we're terrible. No, we're terrible we're human beings. We're, I mean, I'm sure he woofed about it. I'm so, First of all, I want to I want to apologize to my friend Sloterhouse because uh, that was unnecessary. It really was. I don't know why you did that. You started it. I wouldn't even gone there. But see, she knows I tease her about her uh, thinking that MGK can rap. Well, let's put it this way. After hearing, in my head, I think he needs to stick to rapping. Good Lord. Hey, I can play the guitar. Yeah, kind of. But can you, though? Well, rock guitar is not. uh, You better watch your mouth. If you're going to do a type of music, country and rock are probably the two most tangible that one could just jump into. I think you'd be a great country singer. This is, we're supposed to be reviewing the rental, by the way, but uh, I'm kind of liking where we're going. <laughs> uh, I could be Darius Rucker. Oh, Darius. Who's that other guy? There's another guy, too. Uh, Neil McCoy, I believe. is his Never name. heard of him. Yeah. You've got to have an ace in the hole. <laughs> Little secret that nobody knows. Can you, do you know one Darius song? Um, and not, God, I do. Um, I'm not going to sit and try to. with you. Th- Oh, yeah, that's Hootie and the Blowfish. I know, but I'm saying this country. I got a great story about Hootie and the Blowfish. Mm. Go for it. So Hootie and the Blowfish played a concert many, many moons ago at Fresno State. We live in Fresno. And I didn't go. I'm not a Hootie fan. But they were hanging out in this area that used to be cool. Not so cool anymore, but people still think it is. It's called the Tower District in Fresno. It's like a little hipster spot. And uh, my brother-in-law and his husband and their friend... We're all enjoying drinks at a place called Bobby Salazar's and they get fucked up like they don't play around when they're drinking. They get fucked up. So before the show, the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish walks in. Right. And uh, they strike up a conversation with this guy. Well, the the female of the three, I'm not going to say her name. She takes to him and decides that they're going to go out to the car and she's going to give him a Hootie and a Blowfish. Right. Oh, sniff. This just took a turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She blew his fish. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she's in there uh, blowfishing his hootie. My brother-in-law, who is a bit of a character to say the least, especially when he's drunk, decides that he's going <laughs> to go out there while this dude's getting a blowy. And he took the air out of all those tires. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. What was the point of that? I don't know. Because you just got to know these people. I feel like it was. I almost want to know, like, if it was planned out. Like, hey, I'm going to go hootie as blowfish, or blow as hootie fish, or something. And you go ahead and just 
take a oh key or something and let the air out of his tire. Did you? That's a loud sound. She's like, so she must have been good. Do you know the the, uh, the person still? Well, technically, I never see them. Uh, but I'm saying, do you tease her about doing that? No, we don't have that kind of relationship. Oh, dude, I've I probably don't... I've probably met her like three times in my life. Oh, dude, I would bring. Oh man, every time I had a dinner party, I'd have her freaked out if I'm going to say something wrong. Tell the story. <laughs> Tell the story. I'd be like, you like Hootie, no? I would just put on Hootie and the Blowfish every time she comes over. Oh, gee, no question. No, oh, gee. Listen, and if she, oh, bruh. But you know what? Here's my thing. More power to her. More power to her. I have a friend of mine that slept with a freaking, oh, what rap group was that? All of them. All of them? Yeah, all of them. Um, Nice. I forgot the name of the rap group, though. It wasn't Black Sheep. It was in that same circle. Really? Oh, dang. It's all consensual, of course. Absolutely. Nice. Good for her. Yeah, that's what I told her. I was like, I can't believe you did that, but okay. No shame. No shame at all. No shame in the game. No shame in the game. Anyway, the rental. makes you happy. The rental. Okay. You're like, hey, I have a friend that slept with an entire rap group. So anyway, the rental. The rental. man. Yes. You know what? You're weak, Hudson. I can't even tell good stories. Dude, it sucks. You sure it wasn't them? Because they could have been like, you could get with this or you could get with that. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> it, it's funny because I talked to someone who uh, we both know her and and she was like, oh, it was this group. And I was like, oh, that's right. I am not going to forget that. Black Sheep, though. That's a listen right there. That is a Heroes of Noise recommendation. Check them out. Or don't. Because you can get with this or you could get with that. Either way. Yes. And they also did Strobe Light, honey, I think. Strobe Light. Yep. That was a mm-hmm. great freaking. Strobe Light Baby, right? I, was it Baby? I think it was. Okay. But really. Anyway, so the rental, yeah. Dan, how did the you like rental. it? I enjoyed the rental. Uh, what it is, it's, again, it was uh, directed and written by Dave Franco. That's James's brother, by the way. He's also, fun fact, going to play Vanilla Ice in an upcoming biopic. Of course he Biopic? Do we, just, uh, do we establish as a biopic or biopic? It's, everyone says biopic. Okay, let's go with biopic. But anyway, yeah. So that's a whole other story. It's a different podcast in the future. Yes. This movie stars Dan Stevens, Allison Brie, Sheila Vand, and uh, one other person. Who, uh, I think his name is Toby Huss. Oh, yeah, and Jeremy Allen White. So now that you know none of these people, let's talk about the movie. There is a a guy and a woman that are business partners, okay? With with eyebrows going up and down. The guy's brother has a girlfriend, too. They're all going to go up to this beach house and just hang out because I think they're celebrating some something that happened. She got, they got uh, a seed funding. Yeah, that's it. They're going to go celebrate. So they're going to take the weekend. They rent this house. They get to this house. Beautiful house. And uh, shenanigans start. They are greeted by a guy that's the, you know, the, the caretaker, I guess, the one that's going to hand them the keys. And he gives them a bad vibe. And then they start having a weekend and it turns into a movie. What I like about this movie is that it's a little horror. It's a little bit thriller. And it's kind of like a, like a romantic drama kind of thing at the same time. Maybe not romantic, but it's a drama too. Um, I'm all for this movie, man. I don't know if you want to get into spoilers with it. Like, tell me no, what you thought before we go any further. it's so new. Um, it's not I, that new. It, rental's not new. Well, I guess it kind of is because it is playing at the drive-in. <laughs> that so, would be but, new. I mean, we do reviews. Like, are we going to review the show or are we just going to like go in? Eh, it's good. Eh, let's dance around it. Let's hit some points. Uh, here's what I'll say. Uh, th- this movie is a, an interesting dissection of like three different things happening. There's the idea of jealousy. There, the there's this idea of trying to live up to the potential of a uh, you know, there's always in the family, there's what we just talked about, a black sheep, 
where they're always they're trying, but they're they're just off and where the older person just happens to just exceed. That sucks. It sucks. And I like that dynamic. And then there's also the background of this horror element that's always in the background. But I the funny thing is, I was so much more invested in the interpersonal drama that I forgot what movie I was watching. Yeah, and then, I know what you mean. Then all the sudden thing, I was like, oh, that's right. This is not a movie about that. This is a movie about something totally different. So if you like movies that are not just one thing, this is the movie for, I'm like, I'm totally shocked that um, Franco did this movie. I mean, th- there were certain angles and certain ways he shot things that I was like, that is a seasoned director move. That's like a, wow, this was really cleverly done. Uh, there's a there's a scene where you see the silhouette of someone running up to your car that I thought was just genius, and then it just cuts out. You're like, oh, that's that's very smart. So that you know, there's not a bunch of special effects. You just you you in your brain you imagine what happened, and it's really smart stuff. And I thought, again, the jealousy angle where you know what it is is you uh, the. The main, I wouldn't even call him the protagonist. He's not the protagonist. He's one of them. But Allison Bree's husband is really, he's starting, a, he's an entrepreneur who starts a company and they need seed funding. And her partner, the partner um, is his, the protagonist's brother's girlfriend. It's a little different though, because I don't think, you know what? I don't know if Allison Bree is married to him. No, they're not. They're, they're all just dating. Right. And so when I took that out of the situation, I was like, it's not as bad, though. (laughs) It was not as bad as it. If they were all married or one was married, I think that's a little different. Yeah. I mean, it's focusing on commitment. That's what my thing that my thing was. You guys pick the wrong time for shenanigans to be afoot. Like. The where you guys are all staying under one roof. This is when you decide to do this. That's really risky. You are I would doing, not suggest doing that. You guys out there, if you're going to take a weekend and maybe thinking about plugging bruh, your brother's girlfriend or something, bruh. don't do it. Also, Wait. this this made it solid. If I'm dating someone and their partner's a dude, I'm out. I'm out. You know, <laughs> we've had talks about this kind of thing, and I know how you are. <laughs> so I see your point. I. Th- hmm. See, here's the thing with this movie uh-huh. is that I, I agree with you. I think in this scenario, I would be out too. But here's the thing with this movie is that I think it's a very well done movie. It's just that it's there's really nothing new in this movie to me. Like I've seen all of these things in different movies, totally but the way true. that they put them together yeah. makes for a really entertaining experience. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, there's just it's like and, and but because of that, I was able to kind of Oh, okay. I know what's going on here. Oh, I know what's going on here. Yes. So it's a little bit predictable, but I don't really want to put that out in the front because I think people should watch this movie. Oh, totally. I was I was shocked that um at a certain thing cuz I definitely thought I knew who something was. And it was not that. And I was like, "Oh, well, this just took an interesting. I just thought it was really the only thing Here's the funny part. I hated the ending. Until I realized that it wasn't the end. And then I loved the ending. Yes. I was like, oh, that's kind of, what? And then all of a sudden something happens. I was like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. And you're like, oh, give me more of this. And I probably will get more of this at some point. At least 
I think it's a total missed opportunity if they don't expand this into a franchise. And to, I hate being cryptic, but I don't want to ruin it for y'all. Is Dave Franco in the movie, Dan? I don't think so. Or because I think he is in the movie. You're, I know what you're talking about, right? Yeah, like the, but uh, maybe yeah. he, maybe he's not though. You know what? <laughs> I didn't think about it until now, but it's very possible. It's probably not. Look like him. I know there are some listeners that are like, God, these guys just never want to spoil anything. Trust us on this. Why would we spoil it for you? It's brand this movie new. isn't something that came out in 1985 and everyone knows how it is. Like, this is a new movie. Yes, exactly. So why would we spoil it for you? We're we, telling you, check it out. We're trying to be cryptic so we don't ruin anything. I think we're doing a, a oh, fine job at that. And here's what I'll tell you. There is going to be a sequel because I will just say this. Nobody, no death. There's going to be a sequel. No body, no death. We, one of those bodies we did not see. Oh. We assumed, as did someone else assume, nobody, everyone knows in horror, nobody, no death. Yeah, you got a point. And someone's coming back. And this, a certain people were kind of the, it's, if anyone was going to do something, (laughs) it was this person. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. I see your point, but wouldn't you rather just have it be the different people all the time? Uh-uh. I, I wouldn't mind different people, but I also wouldn't mind someone showing up and being like, oh, you thought? Oh, you thought, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because if I know computers and how to track folks, oh, brother. In the great words of Diana Ross, I'm coming. <laughs> nice pool, Steve. Good job, buddy. So what are you going to rate it? First of all, I want you guys to watch this movie. I totally enjoyed it. I think it's something that's fun. It's a fun movie. It's a getaway for, for like, you know, for a couple hours. It's a nice Tuesday night. Throw it in. Rent it. It's like six bucks. Go to the drive-in. Check it out. It's a nice little suspenseful thriller. And being that we don't have theaters to go to anymore to really like watch all the new stuff, I think that what we're getting lately has been pretty solid. So I'm going to give this movie a very solid four- yeah, I'm gonna give it a four out of five bags of Molly. Nice, nice. Um, I'm gonna give this movie a three point five out of five. Uh, hidden cameras. Three point five feels right to me. I'm gonna stick with the four just yes. because I enjoyed it. And what the hell? Totally understandable. I think everything else at this point we've watched together, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Basically, this this uh, whole episode outside of the Umbrella Academy is pretty much going to be revolving around like horror thriller type movies. So yes. uh, next up on the agenda, ladies and gentlemen, is a movie that came out on Hulu. And I don't know when it came out. I do know it's a 2019 movie, but I don't know when Hulu got this. This was a recommendation by one Steve Hudson. And at first, I'm going to say I threw it in. I, I'm a big like I have to be in a certain mood to watch a movie. I'm really big on that. So I threw this one in. And initially I was like, I'm kind of out. Like, I don't, I'm kind of bored with this, but I had a feeling that it was me and not the movie. So I did go back and watch it again. Watched it just the other night. It's called Sea Fever. And I will tell you, Steve, that uh, I was uh, pleasantly surprised at this one. I think, uh, I I thank you for your recommendation, sir. What is Sea Fever, you ask me? I'll tell you. The crew of a West of Ireland trawler. It's basically like a fishing boat, I believe. West of Ireland. Is that how you say that? I've never heard that phrase. Well, I'm just reading it. Nicely done, Dan. I've learned something today. It's not West Ireland. It's West of Ireland. The crew of a West of Ireland trawler marooned at sea struggle for their lives against a growing parasite in the water supply. 
That's a spoiler, G. I don't like that spoiler. Okay, let me try again. Let's no, no, no. Uh, I think you should do it because you already knew too because I ruined it for you. I wa- yeah. I watched the movie not knowing what the crap it was. I ruined it when I when I told when you said you watched. I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't have done. Told him what it was about. <laughs> Dang it! I'm kind of glad you did though because okay. sometimes I'm like, ah, I'm all horrored out this week, That's and right. I'll, I'll wait. That's right. But I'm glad that you did because I do like underwater adventures. I find the ocean terrifying. I think I've talked about this before. I just don't like the ocean. I don't want to yeah. go into the ocean. I respect it. Uh, I don't really want to go deeply into the ocean for that matter either because there's things there that we don't know what they are. Dude, you know, dude. And here's the weird thing about this movie. Like this is uh, for everyone about to watch it. It there's budget here. And I'm like, how did I miss this movie when this movie didn't have like a $3 million budget? Obviously. It had more than that. I was like, this just went under my radar. Maybe it was. No, it wasn't Corona. Well, I don't even know if this movie played in the United States. Oh, wow. You know what? That might be the case, bro. And I will say one thing, too, like mentioning that Steve said I said a spoiler, which I guess in a way I kind of did. But if you look at the movie posters, it's kind of there. Like they're not really, they're not really hiding this from you, but I will say, because there was three different ones, you know, I always put up the episode, I pick out a, you know, one of the posters for the episode art and uh, I had a choice this time. And there are some out there that are, I don't know if they're fake, but they are straight up false advertising. (laughs) Like for real, like the, you know, the big bad is, well, I don't even know if I really want to say what it's not because it's kind of similar, but it's, it's literally not what's in this movie. And I found that kind of weird. I don't like that at all. I, what I did like, it's funny because uh, there's a part in this movie where, first of all, I love how they made the the um, protagonist just a smart woman. Shabon. She's not like, she's not like excitable, the funny, the, the, she's just really, really smart. And that's what she likes being. She likes being very, very smart. And I'm like, that's really cool. And what she's on the boat for makes total sense and why they don't want her there makes total sense to well it doesn't make total sense but when you know the myth but when they explain why i'm like oh i get that you know they're they're you know superstitious which is if being superstitious has brought you a long way in life you're gonna continue to be that way so i get it i totally got it and i thought okay i'm in but man does it go it spends no time going from zero to 60, where it's just like, oh, something happened. Okay, that happened. Wow. All right, we're in. So I, I Can really I backtrack it. for just a second, Steve? Yeah. Because, like I said, I started watching it, and then I finished watching it on another day. So, to be honest, I didn't rewind. So I'm about 10 minutes into this movie, and I stopped it. So the first 10 minutes, can we at least say without – I don't really think it's ruining anything. Is she's, she's a marine biologist. yes. yes. That studies parasitic anomalies in the ocean, correct? Yeah, she she yeah she wants to go out and new uh, new animals, whatever new living things she wants to go out and study these things. Okay, so the part that I missed, I know that she's a student, mm-hmm. and I know that they take students because they make they say that that yes. she's the best student we've ever had. So why are they taking students? That's the part that I just I'm sort of lost on. But it's my fault that I'm lost though. I think they get certain funding. If you do take students onto your vessel. Okay. But there wasn't like this big, like, this is why we're taking this. No, 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 right? no. Okay. But okay, when cool. she took off her hat, they were like, oh, Jesus. Another redhead. Yes. I they love like that, redheads. dude. I loved it. I'm like, I know 
we, not to go into depth, but we all know superstitious people, whatever you want to call them. But they're superstitious regardless of what you, what name you want to place on it. If you think if you do this, something bad will happen, you are superstitious. And they're very, and it was like not even with a smiling face. They're like, no, 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 this, that means we're cursed. Anyway, let's move on to the next subject. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's what it is. I thought, I loved her character. I think she is, I've seen her on something, I think. She did look familiar. I immediately go like, was she on like a Doctor Who episode or something like that? But no, that's not it at all. And I here's the thing. All of the characters on this uh, this movie, one thing I loved about it is all the actors and actresses, they all, they're in. They're acting. This isn't some, we're in a horror movie. There's no herbs in this movie? No, dude. They're acting. Like legit acting. I thought that was really... um. It was fun. I, 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 uh, there was a few parts that made me like, ooh, ooh, like the way you can see the thing inside. I'm yeah, like, oh, I love that. I love that. And it's not, it's something that you've seen in other movies too. But again, uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing because I was like, ooh, I got the, I got the willies. Yeah, when you're I like, saw that. And, and the idea they had to get rid of this thing, I'm like, that is scientifically sound. Yeah. That's a sound idea. Not saying it's going to, and all the different things, like, this is the first time where I'm like, stop it and you pause and google i'm like oh well they must have someone like as a as as a reference guide on this on this um movie set because yeah that's true that's crazy like i didn't know there was salt water this and fresh water there was she was just doing these things where it's just like uh, there's a part where she's like imagine i am this thing what can i do and then oh it was right up my alley because she wants things to live and right when she said something about that i said oh you're my my hero you're my hero. She wants things to live, but she's like, I am not going back in that water again. Listen. Fuck all y'all. I'm not going it was, in but this it was, water. It was really, it was a fun, I, I will say this is a fun movie, but Dan, what what was your, give your thoughts on this. I It's fun. I think it's a great movie, dude. Honestly, I thought it was, a, I, it was better than I expected it to be. Again, I kind of tapped out, but that was totally on me. Going back into it with a fresh perspective, I agree with you. It's well acted. It's a well-written movie. I like what they did with, uh, Again, taking something that's sort of been done in movies before, but doing it completely different. The budget, you're absolutely right, was there. And I was impressed with what I saw. But I will tell you that I wanted to see more. And um, because I didn't, I'm not going to fault it. But I just think that it should have given me a little bit more, I think. And I don't know. I don't think it's going to be like, I don't think we're seeing Sea Fever (laughs) 2. You know what I mean? But it's it's just a damn good movie. And some of the uh, fatalities... Is that a spoiler? It's a horror movie, right? It's a horror movie. People are going to die. It's on Shudder. Just assume. (laughs) No, it's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? I saw it on Hulu. Well, go on, Hulu. Shudder, you slap. For a Hulu movie? (laughs) Y'all ain't. That's why it was probably shocking to me. (laughs) I like Hulu, man. I think Hulu's doing some solid work. But I can't. You can't really give them credit for this but they're playing it that's nice i nope. like hulu though that's dope but they finally re they finally redid their user interface because it was garbage finally they redid it and it's let it's funny how it looks exactly like amazon prime when did they do this recently yeah you go on if you go on to their tv interface it, they redid it so it doesn't look the same as when uh, huh. Being that I just watched this movie, I didn't even notice. I'll have to go and take another look. Oh, at. dude, their user interface was trit. Sometimes you press something to get info on a movie and it just starts playing. 
You're like, oh, you got to press that little. Come on. G. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of see your point. Yeah. Now you don't do that. Now it's not. But it's exactly the Amazon. It's almost exactly the Amazon Prime interface, though. Which I'm not crazy about. Be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not big on that either. Finding you. I mean, it's there's a lot of things that should. I mean, like Netflix has it decently, but I love Shutter's interface personally. I think that's the most straight ahead interface that you can. I just love. But anyway, so your what is your rating on this movie, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to give this movie. A, I think I'm going to give this movie a three out of five significant eye injuries. Yes, I will give this movie three out of five underwater anomalies. Fair enough, Steve. Very good. Three out of five. So that was, yeah. So check out the, we both agree that you it's worth checking out. All right. Um, The next is Host. Oh, yes. Host, which just dropped on Shudder. Shudder original dropped on July 30th. That would be a Thursday, sir. Um. Host. <laughs> Let's talk about this movie. How do we first of all I want to say? Yes. We're in strange times right now. <laughs> you know, like we are. Like it's hard to get shit done. Yeah. And people have to be somewhat creative. Not necessarily original, but somewhat creative. So before we start talking about host, I will say that um I give these people props for working hard to get a movie out. Yes. Because you know, it's nice to have entertainment during these times. You can't go to the theater. You can't do these things. Uh, I'm going to give these people props. But Host is basically a Zoom-based movie. Zoom is in the the platform Zoom. Uh, we've seen things like this before. Unfriended, I believe, is one of those movies that we've seen. Uh, Hell, oh, God. What was that one with uh, John Cho? Oh, Missing. Dude, I love that movie. I was forgot it Missing? It was... What was that movie? I don't think it's called Missing, but uh, oh god, great oh, movie! Such a good movie, dude. <laughs> I just—I mean, we're selling it, right? We're just Holy selling it. What is? Crap. What is that name Hold of the on, movie? I'll find it. But keep on talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, Steve pulls that up. Uh, like I said, it's a Zoom-based movie where a bunch of friends get together. One of them hires a medium, and they perform a séance on Zoom, and terror ensues. And they managed to pull it off in under an hour, I would say. Like, I think the movie's like maybe like an hour and 10 minutes. Like 56 minutes. Yeah, I think it's like less than an hour. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's really the movie in a nutshell. It's about friends that are on Zoom that hire this medium to have a seance and then crazy shit happens. it's, It's like just watching people, really. Wouldn't you say it? Like, I know they're acting, Steve, but like, it didn't feel like putting on a performance it just felt like like it was like we hired the actors to just be themselves yes that's what i got from it it's just like if you got on a zoom call and you were talking but then some crazy shit goes down okay i will say this i walked i well i i put on this movie while i was i was doing some fixing last night i had to fix something and i was just like i'll watch this while i'm doing something oh one of those and yeah it was one totally it's one of the folding clothes movies but i actually found my i knew something was different when I was going into the kitchen to get something to drink and I pushed pause, I said, oh, wait, maybe I'm a little bit into this movie because I would have just known if it was just a, a folding clothes movie, I would just listened. I'd be like, I got you. But there were certain things where I didn't want to miss because there were things occurring. When I actually watched this and I'm being che- I'm kind of cheating because create like as a creative, you think about how hard it is to create something like that. And I was like, this is really difficult. What's happening right now is really a difficult thing to do to accomplish a 
in the time that they actually had to do this is pretty freaking impressive. Was it groundbreaking? No. No. Were there good scares? Probably some of the best I've seen this year. Honestly, this movie has some of the best scares I've seen this year. And I've watched some pretty scary movies. This has some of the most unexpected scares that I've seen. I think this movie is, it's scarier than Paranormal Activity. There was nothing in Paranormal Activity that scared me. That made like, woo, this had certain points. I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> whoa, I did not see that. You liked it a little bit better than I did. Yes, I thought it was way. I thought it was well done. There's a part where this one of the people sneeze and everyone kind of laughs. I said that wasn't in the script. They're like trying not to laugh and they just continue with the movie. I was like, oh, that's cute that they kept that there because it makes you feel natural. Like this is real. There's also a really cool thing I didn't know Zoom had where you can just have a pause screen. And have like a video playing on your pause screen. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. That's a thing that can happen. And the fact that the director used that, I was like, oh, that's so smart. That is so smart. I will, this is one of my favorite um, quarantine movies. So, I mean, there hasn't been many, but of the quarantine horror movies that actually make it a point about, hey, you're stuck somewhere. I really love this. I thought it was really good. So I'm going to give this 2.95 creepy faces in the dark. Hey, and there's a part, no spoiler, but in the beginning, are we supposed to see, I don't know exactly what we're supposed to see in the background when she took a picture in the beginning because they showed it too fast. And I was like, I thought I saw some, I thought I saw something, but maybe I didn't. We'll talk off, but if uh, I would, if you have a chance, I would recommend like if you miss something, rewind it and watch it because I'm sure there's some creepy stuff I missed. Just watch it. It's really fun. It's a fun movie. Now, mind you, there's things like you said about hose or uh, like you said about Sea Fever or uh, not Sea Fever, the rental. The rental. There's a bunch of different things they're pulling from movies that like wreck. There's the things that they pulled from wreck. Um, there's things that they pulled from Paranormal Activity. There's things they pulled from VHS, different aspects they pulled everywhere, but they put together this fantastic amalgamation of um, just horror finesse, dude. Like the, the director finessed you. Like they're like, this is movie is going to be this scary. And then they're like, psych, it's going to be this scary. You're like, oh, I didn't know we were doing that. I didn't know we were doing that. I didn't know random people were caught on fire a lot. I didn't know we were doing this. Like, yeah, we're, we're doing that. That's what we're doing today. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was great. Wow. I'm, I'm actually surprised, man. Um, I did not enjoy this movie as much as you did, but it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. It is worth a watch. I am surprised, though, that you say that it's not that it's actually scarier than, like, say, paranormal activity. Oh, yeah. See, for me, movies don't really scare me anymore. Like, if I'm saying scared, it was probably like a jump scare. That's or what I like mean. That. Yeah. It's not one of those like I got to lift my feet up off the no. couch or off the uh, those carpet don't and put them on the couch. Anymore. No, they really don't. But you know, you're right. I mean, it is a well done movie for what it is. I'm giving them props for creating a movie during this time, during the the quarantine, where they're actually able to pull off this feat of, and, and they do it in an hour, and that's the crazy part about it. Like they didn't waste any time. No. There's no filler when you're watching this movie. You know, you're watching actors 
but it doesn't seem like they're acting, yes. if that makes yes. any sense. It just seems like they're just, it would be like if you and I were having a conversation on Zoom. Yeah. Did you see how the credits were done? Yes. Which I thought was kind of cool. Like they incorporate the Zoom platform into the credits. They just did some things with this movie that sure. I thought, like if you're going to make a movie like this, this is the way you do it. Yes. I don't know about that whole paranormal activity thing, though, man, but that's you. Yeah, that, you know? I, just, I just didn't. I thought I thought people were giving that movie. I, what I love about the paranormal activity movie is that it was just a local movie that, you know, Blumhouse bought and made huge. But it was just a little $2,000 local movie that just exploded. I love that aspect. But if I went in wanting to be, like, spooked out, no. I don't think there's a part of paranormal activity that... There's a sheet sequence or a, a floating head sequence that I just thought was so original in this movie. That is not something I've. I'm like that is so. Smart. Oh shit! I forgot about the floating head. Yeah, I was thing. like, this is so smart. Like it's smart things they're doing. You know what, G? I'm gonna have to give this thing. What did I give it? I gave it a two out of five. I forgot about the floating head and how they. You know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go two point five. That's out of five. totally. Fair. I'm gonna be real. It's. I forgot about that head thing. It's different things they're doing that it's just like. I love that they set up, be like, no, 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 this isn't a ooh spirit. They're like, this is an actively evil thing coming at you guys. So then they did yeah. like, okay, cool. That means he's this thing or is chasing you and being mean. And I love that. But like, okay, we don't have to wonder, are you looking for, no, no, no. We, I just want to kill you. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Next question. I want to kill you, Dan. I love that where it's just like, yeah, the reason he's doing these or she's doing these spooky things is because it wants to scare you and kill you. I love it. I'm in. Son of a bitch. I'm going to have to fault myself. I don't think I gave this thing a fair review because now as you're talking, you're like reminding me of things. There's a scene, no spoilers, but, you know, again, you're watching a movie and it looks like a Zoom conversation, but they managed to do it to where like, you know, uh, I, I thought they were going to do the whole joke of like taking the computer into the bathroom and yes. watching somebody pee kind yeah. of thing. But they use that to their advantage because they're walking around the house and they're walking in certain areas and you kind of have to do the whole suspension of disbelief that crazy shit's going down and they're still going to be filming themselves, oh, yeah. but it's a horror movie. Yeah. So there's this scene that takes place over a pool and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I mean, I know nothing about making movies or anything, but I was kind of impressed with that scene because it's like, okay, you're you're using a Zoom camera, or at least it looks like you're using a Zoom camera. How did you manage this? Yes, it was really good. And now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, and then there's another scene that involves an attic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I blanked out, bro. Like, I think this movie's a little bit better than I gave it credit for. Because the thing is, like, there's a sheet sequence where she's looking for it. And I was like, yeah, this thing is not trying to hide. It's like, oh, by the way, I'm here. I love it. I'm like, yes. It's like, I want you to be scared. That is my goal right now. I thought it was so smart. Jesus Christ. There's another one with, um, there's flour on the floor. Oh, dude. Straight from the invisible man. You know what? Bravo host. It's freaking good. And so you sold it to me. I watched the movie, but you sold it back to me. Thank you. It's funny. Cause I put these, I have a, I have a two sections of horror movies now. Um, one section is reality based. Second section is, are you not entertained? And what the reality based one is, we're trying to guess what the viewer would do in this, in this situation so that our actors aren't dumber than you are. Like we're trying to be like, oh, people would leave if they heard a ghost. So that's how we're going toward it. The reality, what would you do in reality? But there's also the horror movies where like, are you not entertained? Meaning I'm going to put myself in harm's way to entertain you. This isn't what normal people would do. 
But we're tap dancing in this situation to entertain you. That's what this movie is. Nobody would react this way, but they're entertaining us. They're like, we're staying in this place so we can entertain you and look at us be scared. And I'm okay with that tap dance. Do it for me. I want to see you scared. But then they know, oh no, any normal person would just leave. As soon as something happened in the house, you would just walk out. But this is an Are You Not Entertained movie. And I'm okay with that. They're like, yeah, we're not trying to say normal people would do this. We're saying once you're in, now that we say there's a mean evil spirit in, we're in imaginary land anyway. So yeah, we're going to entertain you now. Don't, don't worry about why we're not leaving the house. This is an Are You Not Entertained movie. I love it. <laughs> I'm in. Steve Hudson for the great review. For real, Steve, because I, I did not. I, I'm going to say I failed this movie. And as far as reviewing goes, I don't know where the fuck my head went, but you completely sold it back to me. Good job, man. Watch the host or it's not the host. It's host, actually. And it's on Shutter. You told me to watch it. Or no, you said I'm definitely talking about this movie. I'm like, oh, I'm in. Well, I just said I'm watching it because <laughs> there's, you know, there's just like two days before the show. I need to talk about some things. And that one just came up. And I'm like, I'm going to watch it. It's new. Why yes. not talk about something new? And that's all it was. But uh Wow, like I think I like it better now than I did after I watched it. So good. good job, sir. You sold it to me. It's good. Um, what else you got? Uh, let's see. What's oh, just one more movie actually, and it is I guess in the line of horror thriller kind of a movie. Uh, it's also Hulu related, and it's called well, it's from the is it Into the Dark series? Yes, yes. Yeah, the Blumhouse okay. yeah. Into the Dark series. Uh-huh. Uh, you've seen movies on there like uh, Puka, I believe, was yes. one of them. So. That whole chestnut. But there's a movie that came out. This is season two now, I believe. And there's a movie that came out. I believe it's the second one in the season. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what the first one is, but for some reason I'm thinking it's the second. This one is called The Current Occupant. And uh, this was simply me being bored at work one day and going, I'm going to watch this movie because it's into the dark and it looks like it's a new movie. Um, Before we say anything about it, Steve, did you finish this movie? I did. You did. Okay. See, now I'm hearing the tone again, so maybe I'm going to be wrong, but this time I think I might be right. Uh, Let me give you the breakdown. Trapped in a mysterious psychiatric ward, a man with no memory comes to believe that he's the president of the United States and the subject of a diabolical political conspiracy. That's pretty much the movie. Um, I didn't recognize any people in this movie except for one guy, Mm -hmm. which is uh, Marvin Crondon Jones. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think what I saw him in. Oh, yeah, it's Black Lightning, I believe. He's one of the bad guys in Black Lightning. But it also stars Barry Watson as Henry Cameron, uh, Sunita Henry, uh, Lily Birdsell, Kate Cobb. I have no idea who these people are, but maybe you do. Oh, and can't forget Bobby C. King because he put the C in there because he's, you know, like C times (laughs) L or something. You know, this one here, I would have to say, I'll just tell you right now that it was my least favorite of all the movies that I've watched. It started off kind of strong, and I'm like, okay. I'm kind of digging this. I like the whole are you or aren't you situation. I did think that the characters, they do the evil doctor and orderly thing very well. And the way that Barry Watson plays his character is just being this guy that's confused. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm going through all these different tortures, if you will, resetting the brain, shock therapy and things like that. This movie is set up to confuse you. And it, it does. I mean, I was pretty much like into it for about three quarters of the movie. I think where it failed me was the ending. Like you knew it was either going to be this or that. And it went with that instead of this. And that's just my personal preference that it just sort of took me out of it a little bit. But um, I don't know. It was just it was just a movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what did you think? Uh, it's uh, well, I, <laughs> you, see, you sound like me trying to explain this. It took movie right me now. a few watches to watch. And so finally, after I text you, I'm like, let me just sit down and watch this thing. Um, what do you mean? Like you started and stopped? Yes. Or you like would go back yep. and watch it from the beginning again? No, no, no. I would stop and then continue on. 
Okay. Because I was, uh, uh, the first time I watched it, I was kind of sleepy and it didn't help aid in my plight. So I just was like, okay, let me continue this tomorrow. And I start watching and, um, you know, when he decides that he's actually president, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this. And then they start kind of dragging it out. And I'm like, how long are we going to do this game right now? Is, is this what's happening right now? And the, here's the thing. I, the ending, I was like, um, it got me excited at the ending because I thought they were going somewhere. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, snap, are they going to do this? And then they didn't. And then that retroactively made me be like, well, then <laughs> what was the point of the whole? Well, what are we doing right now? Like, so it was just the ballad of crazy is what we're watching. And I'm like, OK, the ballad of crazy. I, was like, I like that. OK. Well, then that's what it is. However, I will say the idea is there. The theory is there. It's just I didn't like the execution. But if I read this on paper, I'd say this is a really good idea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was fully sold for about three quarters of the movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is an interesting idea. But they just... um uh, you know, and mind you, Blumhouse is putting out so many movies that, yeah, some of them are going to be like, you know, whatevers. But I wouldn't, this wasn't a bad movie. No, this is, movie is not a stinker. It's not a stinker. It's just not something that, this is a total, do you have nothing else to watch? Oh, I, there's nothing I can watch. I'd say, that's not true. There's something, you could watch this movie and you'd be, at the end, you might be a little disappointed. Some people might be perfectly fine, but you're not going to be like, I wasted my life watching. No, you'll be like, oh, it was fine. If you have some, if you want to watch a horror movie that's not truly horror, more suspense, more thriller. Yeah. No. Psychological thriller. Yeah. Psychological thriller with like friends where you don't absolutely have to pay attention to everything because it pretty much resets itself every three minutes. The, um, I would say, check out this movie. And then, you know have conversations about it but the idea is 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 really good because i would it that again it's just that execution and the way that they i think they tried too hard to make you think they made these people abnormally evil like yeah. like then why do that's that? what i was saying like the whole the whole evil doctor or yes! thing. like i know what you're saying yeah that's why what even getting. make that you're, you're explaining things way better than i have. can explain anything today i don't know why but you're killing it yeah. and yes i agree with you they tried too hard don't make them abnormally evil if that's not the situation yeah and then at you know and don't make them all of a sudden care at the no no you had them strapped in watching some random screen and you expect us to believe that Oh, he's the cr- no, 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 no. We're not doing this game today. And so uh, again, it was a. Uh, I would in a rating, I would give it a a a probably a two out of three picked handcuff locks. Oh, two out of three. I mean, two out of five. I give it a two out of five picked handcuff locks. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give this one. Yeah, it, it's definitely not a one. And it really should have been like this movie had everything that it takes Dude. to be like a really kick-ass movie, yes. like a really, really, really good movie. And somehow they just they just sort of dropped the ball. Yes. I don't know where exactly. Um, I would say that if you watch this one, you probably won't be like, "Oh my god, why did I listen to these guys?" You know, I'd say watch it and then base your opinion off of what we said, or maybe just 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 uh, go in fresh. And let us know what you think. But um, 
I don't know. There's just something about it where that's why I said it was like the least favorite out of all the movies that I watched is because it should have been so much oh, better. Dude. And for whatever reason, it just sort of fell flat in the end. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Maybe you'll love this movie. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it to. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie two out of five shock therapy treatments. There it is. What else you got, brother? I'll, well, you know, I do have something that we're going to take it away from the movie reviews for just a second, because a couple episodes ago, or was it last episode? We've been doing the bonus ones, and sometimes I forget which one this was on. But we had we were talking about. We had a pretty extensive conversation about, like, you know, um, either keeping people in your life or oh, yeah. getting rid of them mm-hmm. under certain circumstances. Right. Yes. And we did ask the audience to write in and uh, let us know what you thought. You know, like, do you have you ever been in a situation like this? How did you handle this? And uh, we got a nice, a pretty lengthy letter, actually. Not letter. Jesus Christ. We got a nice email. <laughs> we we had a sparrow come <laughs> to our windowsill with a scroll attached yeah. to its fucking. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Anyway, this is why I I need to take notes. And if you didn't notice. No notes today, but this comes in from Kevin and it's entitled cutting people off. So this is in response to what we were talking about on the last episode. So it says, so last episode, you guys said you wanted to hear stories about how people have continued and maybe ended friendships in these political times. As sad as it is, I've become one of those people who can quickly say fuck it and cut people off. Here's the thing. When we talked for the first time, I joked about being a black gay atheist from Mississippi. And it is funny to say it like that, but being honest, it's a lot. Because I wasn't interested in the same things as most of the black kids my age. Most of my friends growing up were white. Well, as you could guess, in Mississippi, that comes with a lot of low-key racism passed down from parents. And I kind of get that. And this is me talking. I kind of get that because I did experience the... I'll finish the, the, the email, of course, but... When I was growing up, I was pretty much hanging out with all white guys. Yeah. So whenever they needed a Mexican for a Mexican joke, guess who they picked? You know what I mean? It was just one of those things. Otherwise, I was like, "Not you're not really Mexican. You don't act like a Mexican, whatever that means. Okay. Um, so I, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. I'm not making it about me, but I do get what he's coming from. And it says, um, I was told so many times that there were N-words and there were black people. And I was definitely a black person. One of the good ones. Some of the people, and I know that one too. Some of the people I grew close with only approached me because I'm black. So surely I know where to get weed. I didn't understand why my mom didn't want me hanging with someone I considered to be my best friend until I was old enough to notice all the Confederate flags around the house. Add on top the fact that I was in the closet. You guys wouldn't know, but it's truly exhausting. I mean, I could totally imagine micromanaging everything you do and say, not listening to certain music or watching certain movies so nobody figures you out. It's so much. And all you hear every day is how people really feel about you without them realizing they're talking about you. But here's the catch. When you don't want to be alone, you tolerate all of it, you get to the point of thinking, well, it could be worse. Then Barack Obama got elected. I don't know how California handled it, but Mississippi just got uglier. Hate was a lot less low-key. Jokes got more hurtful. And over the eight years, people I thought cared about me showed their true colors. After a while, there's only so much you can try to tell people how you feel about things before it comes becomes frustrating. And then Donald Trump got elected and there was even more confidence behind the ignorance. It only took a week before I couldn't deal with Facebook anymore. And after maybe a year, I came to the realization cutting people off, cutting people out of my life rather, was the only thing that I could do. I've dealt with enough in my life that it's left me depressed and anxious and at times suicidal. I can no longer try to hold people in my life who are willing to believe the things that Trump stands for. So yeah, when people come at me with that MAGA bullshit, they're cut. Done. Simple as that. I've let myself hurt enough trying to have connections with people. And sometimes when I think about it, it makes me sad. But better that than letting the toxicity back in my life. Kevin, 
That was a great that email. That was a fantastic email. And he pretty much hit all the nails on the head for my thoughts, too. Totally true. I mean, have you ever been in that situation where it's like you're one of the good ones? Oh, for sure. Dude, listen. I remember, I, dude, I was in a car in San Luis Obispo. And we, there is a, they used to, call, like, we were the, we were the people that hung out together all the time, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. Me and my friend, all whenever he, I was there, he was there. Whenever he was there, I was there. And one day we were in the car, um, and we, the, his mother was handing out food. And as a joke, my friend was like, don't give him food. He's a nigger. Ooh. Making a joke. And his oh. mom was like, Jesus Christ. Like, she was legit like, where did you what wow and for me i was just like oh but she like for the rest of the ride was like jesus christ and i knew it was bad but her reaction even made me was like oh this is really bad like this is crazy bad right you're hearing the actual severity yes out of her her mother out of his mom she was just like the rest of the ride the she was kind of just ever so often she'd be like jesus and i'm like i think she was reckoning with apparently i haven't had the conversation apparently he's watching movies or he's heard one of our our friends or for god forbid me or someone say this thing but do you think that it was more of a like a like i'm shocked that my child said this where they learn this or do you think it was one of those and i'm being real when i say this one of those why would you like we don't say this around them it, <laughs> do you know it might I mean? have been like, both a combination of both i think yeah. it might have been a common it might have been also a thing of let's say you say it randomly around the house you've never experienced the shock of having someone in the car and then being caught that's a brand new different thing you know what i'm saying you're like oh my god and uh, yeah, that, and then it, you know, at like 11, 12 years old, you're not really versed, especially in a white, they don't really, in a white Christian school, they don't teach you black power and all that stuff. I didn't learn that until I grew up and knew all these things and got into my later teens and became, uh, you know, militant and all that stuff. But looking back, you're like, you know, and then that's why now it's like, it doesn't take any racism to cut me off, cut someone off. All it takes is a little bit. If I just see a, if they say something about, oh, you know, these Filipinos, you're done. We're done. We have nothing more to talk about. You know, because if you're talking about them, I know you're talking about me. That's over. And even if you're not talking about me, talking about them is enough. Well, we can't, we still be, no, the most we're going to be is coworkers. We're going to work. I'm going to treat you with respect. I'm going to say, hello, good evening, but we are never going to be friends. I don't care if you change, if you have a life-changing event let the absence of me be your life change. You're welcome. Hmm. And maybe move on from there. So Kevin is, I told him, he's totally right. Be like, look, poison, I don't need that in my life. I, I've, we've lived long enough. The, the, the gift of 42 is being able to say, I don't want to be a friend. Why? It's a gift of me. I don't have to give you an answer. Why? No, I just don't want you here. You don't, <laughs> you're not good for my life. The end. No, I can just, no. My next 40 years needs to be poisonless. If I'm going to live past the next 40, it needs to be poisonless. I'm done. Yeah, man. We're on, we're on the other side of things now. And it's like, 
you know, we're, I don't want to say going downhill in a way that I were decaying, true. but I mean, we're on the other side of the hill. Yes. Why have those things in your life? Exactly. And it's something that I'm still struggling with. I mean, like even in the last episode, the person that I would, the people that I was talking about, I'm still like kind of jacked up about it. And every day I think about this and I have to, I don't know if it's just a matter of me wanting to hold on to what I, what I thought was a great friendship for the set, you know, we had some good times yeah. together. Yeah, 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 You know, there was never we we'd gone out of town. We did a we did a Hollywood horror nights together once. Um, Thanks for the invite. I didn't even know you yet. Did Steve, you? Get I don't yourself. know about this. Go on. Uh, I don't know you. I see you, but I don't know you. <laughs> I just uh, I don't know, man. It's it's got me fucked up a little bit. But I mean, like, you know, getting back to when I was a kid, I had a really weird identity struggle because, like I was saying, I was like not Mexican enough for the, for my Mexican friends. And I had very few because of that, because I didn't feel like I could relate. I didn't speak Spanish very well, if at all. It was just a different culture that I was living. I mean, I felt like I was growing, I grew up in a, uh, and then I moved like, I was probably like five. I moved into a neighborhood where it was all Mexican and black people in my neighborhood. I didn't have any white friends. And then I was like too white for them. White. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I say that. Like sure. I, because that's literally what they would say. I mean, I was called coconut. You were not all, connecting with them. Exactly. Yeah. But they were cool and welcoming. It was just, and and you know, these are like my old school friends from a kid when I was a kid. And I know that they were all wonderful people, but yes, there was a weird, I couldn't relate to some of the stuff. And then when I got into like high school and well, more like junior high, high school, all of my friends were pretty much white. And then I became Mexican when it was necessary to tell a Mexican joke or to, you know, just to point out that, hey, we're white and this guy's not kind of thing. Low-key racism. So, yeah, I get that. And, I, you know, honestly, it was like not really on my radar for the longest time. I didn't, I mean, I realized that it was, but I think that everything that's been happening over the last few years kind of brought that back. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that really was kind of how I, uh, I served the purpose of being the butt of the joke a lot of the time. Yeah. It's not to say that my friends weren't good to me, but they, for whatever ignorant reason, decided to go ahead and do that. And, and utilize me for that purpose. And that's yeah, fucked up. So, you know, with them, I, I mean, I, at that point, I kind of knew who I was going to be friends with, who I wasn't. And it's stayed true to this point where like, I still have some of those friends and we're cool like that. But these days, I think that it's just really important to eliminate all of the toxicity in your life and just try to be better for the sake of being better for yourself, for people around you, for, you know, I say that every week, man, be good to yourselves and be good to the people around you. And I, and I, that's a philosophy that I try to live by. And if you can't do that at its bare minimum, you got some fucking problems. And if you're able to recognize the people that can't do that, take them out of your life, make your life better, enrich your life. You know, totally. So, agree. Kevin, thank you very much for your email. I man. mean, you killed it, dude. Kevin na- hit the nail on the head, man. I appreciate it. Uh, you need to write in more, Kev. I see you, homie. You're on Twitter all the time. Don't have time to write your folks. Cool. Good to know. He's good with them words too. He be hey, he, fl- he li- listen, man. Kevin needs to. <laughs> he needs to definitely. Uh, hit us up. This dude bit. needs a podcast. I've been, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with Kev. I've been, I hit him up. It was like, we're still waiting. Oh, it's coming, man. It's coming. Is I it? Know. Is it? It's like trying to get your homie to put out his album. Like, is it, is it coming or is it not? That's actually, ha- oddly enough, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Does this have to do with uh, our good buddy? Yes. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yes. Mr. Yes. Dominguez. <laughs> Pleasure, <laughs> sir. Dominguez. <laughs> <laughs> It was a pleasure having him on. Yes, it was. It was. I love our show. Uh, I love just bullshitting with new people. The, the, the Mr. Farouk. 
Oh, hey, one more little bit of news that has nothing to do with like anything. I just thought that I would tell you. I did some big boy stuff recently. Well, you did switch out an alternator. That's a big boy. I did, but I also did more big boy stuff. I bought some stock. (laughs) Oh, snap! What? I know nothing about this shit, but I wanted to try it out. And I figured, you know, well, with the whole pandemic thing, now might be a good time to buy some stuff. So actually about three months ago, I started purchasing because I was like just dipping my toe in the water. So I had, I bought like couple shares of Ford, bought a few shares of Disney, a uh, couple shares of Twitter, some Snap, a little bit of a canopy growth, you know, a little marijuana yeah, no stock, biggie. did a little bit no of that. Biggie. But I've been like shuffling things around a little bit because I, I, I think that's how it works. You know, you, what is it? Buy low and sell high, yeah. right? So what I did recently is I sold off because Disney stock is actually pretty cheap right now. I would, I'm going to buy some back, but it's... But I've been looking at like the five year progress of it, and it's really never gotten any higher than about one hundred and twenty five dollars a share. Mm-hmm. So I had several of those and I sold some of them. I still have some Disney stock, but I ended up putting that money back into Apple. I bought two shares of Apple the other day and uh, I'm a little proud of this. I don't know. Like I realize that it just goes up and down all the time, but I got this shit at like it was a three seventy five a share. Three hundred and seventy five dollars. Yes, sir. But just in two days, it is now at $425 a share. Okay. So I'm happy about that. I'm, I think I'm making money. I don't know how this shit works, but it seems like it. I also bought a share of Zoom. Okay. After I watched Host. All right. $253 a share right Jesus now. Jesus, Dan. And then I also did fractional shares. Uh-huh. Basically, I spent, uh, it was like 30 bucks. I threw into Tesla. So I'm a, I like to say I'm an owner of Dan, Tesla. That's, that's, you spent a lot of money on stocks. Well, it's not like I just did it all and like, I'm going to take this all out right now and do it. This was over time. It's still $375 a share. Yeah. Well, I made money on the Disney stock and other stocks. And then I just sort of sold those off and then put it into Apple. Jesus. And Zoom. Christ. That's how it works. I think. You're, are you doing it on that app? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You should check it out, man. Let's get rich together. <laughs> <laughs> or let's watch the stock market crash. And I lose everything. <laughs> possible oh i'd rather i'd rather put my napkin under my collar and eat the rich i got my fork and knife ready they don't taste so good oh no well you would know you are rich mr wealthy over here that is so season two of the word you gotta stop that (laughs) you know these people know me now they know my that i'm not rich they know i'm not handsome all the things that you said they know that it's not true now dude okay number one who has said you're not handsome Oh, I'll tell you like four people that actually. No, I'm just kidding. I was no, about to say, I'm, I'm like, just what? saying they've seen, the, they've seen the real deal now. So they're like, oh, Steve's full of shit. He really does speak in hyperbole. That's not true. They, I guarantee they saw you in Chicago. It was like, oh, look at this punum. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to bag on myself, but I'm just telling you. Now they know the real deal. So stop with all of this, these fibs. Is there anything else you've watched that you want to discuss that we haven't discussed yet? Yes, but I can't because a lot of it is screener oh, stuff that I can't talk big about. Big time in cats now. Like some of this stuff, they say like there's a feat. Okay, there's a feature embargo, and then a review embargo. So some of this stuff I can't even talk about yet because, and I'm not trying to make it like I'm important. I'm just saying like they say you can't talk about this until like August 24th. So it's like wow. what's the point? So, but but you have watched some good stuff. I watched something that I was actually into that I um, didn't think I was going to be into. It's animated. Okay, cool. I can't wait to hear about that. It's, uh, how can I say this? I'll, I'll try to say it without actually saying it. I wouldn't even tiptoe. And I'll just say this. <laughs> it's, it's an animated series. Uh-huh. 
based on a large franchise. It's not a different thing. It's all canon. Some of the characters are there. I think I know the franchise. And, uh, but I don't even, and I know it just got like, I've seen a little bit of chatter online, but I don't even know if it's been officially announced. So that's all I'm going to say. Good. Okay. Done. That's it. Are we done? Oh, there's one, there's one thing I'd want you to watch though. What's that? Have you heard of a movie called Zoo? Zoo. Uh, Just Zoo? Just Zoo. No, I seem to recall one called We Bought a Zoo. I think it was Matt Damon. No. Mm -mm. It is a very Dan movie. How so? Let me tell you why. We've all seen, we've all witnessed zombie apocalypse movies. We've seen them. You and your zombies, G. We've seen them. Right? What I haven't seen is a couple on the edge of divorce stuck in an apartment during the zombie apocalypse trying to work through their marriage. And I was like, I never even, I've always seen zombie apocalypse movies and up on the window you see an ex saying we're still alive. I've never thought about what's happening in that apartment while all this is going on. And this takes two really good actors and just like, okay, take this seriously and act. And I was like, oh, that's right. Like there's, there's parts where this girl, this, well, the wife will go out and just start stealing stuff from the neighboring apartments with dead people in them. And he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I've always wanted that dress. I've always liked their silverware. Why not? And he's like, this is stealing. She's like, technically it's not anymore. He's like, yeah, but it's showing me something about you though. What you wanted to do this whole time. And then there's another part where he's like, well, uh, he's like, we should do something risky. And he's like, well, she's like, well, what do you have in mind? He said, I don't know. What are you thinking? And she's like, hold on, I'll be back. She starts flapping down cocaine, heroin, Molly, ecstasy, <laughs> all this stuff. He's like, he's like, where the hell did you get this? She's like, I mean, you know, you go into people's apartments. You start finding some crazy stuff. And he's like, who are you? Like, who are you? And it's like, I've never thought about this. I never thought you'd have to. You, you're stuck in these, maybe a nice apartment, but you're stuck in an apartment on a fl- on an iffy marriage where now you're really seeing who each other is if no one's keeping tabs. I'm like, dude, this is really interesting. So this is already like a full-blown review. I'm just going to include this in the, uh, the art because, I mean, you're pretty much doing a review. Oh, I just want you to check it out. So where do you find this movie? Uh, this movie, I believe it's on Prime Video. Okay. And it's a... Uh, Zoo. I'm going to look it up real quick. And it also, it's touching because it's... Um, like, Is it a series? Huh? Is it a series? No, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's from 2018. I think it's on... Maybe it's not on Prime Video. Hold on. It doesn't even pop up in IMDb. I think you might be making this up. It's on... Uh, let's see. Where is it? Watch it. I would say uh, go Google Zoe Tapper. She, Found it. She's in it. And Ed Spielers is a class. He's he was in my other favorite horror movie of a few years ago. Like there still hasn't been a werewolf movie as good as that one since then. It was legendary. <laughs> but um, it's I I love how they take it. This isn't a joke. They're taking marriage dissolving seriously. And imagine a marriage dissolving when you can't leave, and it's just dissolving. And you're trying to figure out what did I see in you? What was the thing that got me? 
And you'll see flashes of that thing if you're stuck with someone long enough and you're like, oh, that's right. You know a lot of stuff about this thing and that's what grabbed me towards you. And where did it go wrong? And so the zombies are like a thing that's way, you know, ever so often you're reminded that they exist. But mostly it's about you stuck in this, be like, how do we, What? where did we go wrong? What happened? Because we were happy, for sure. We were. What happened? It's good. I'm in. That actually sounds pretty good. And I'm looking at a picture here. I've never seen this one before. I don't know if this is just a very flattering picture. Zoe Tapper, is she a, a beautiful woman? Yes, Because this picture like, definitely makes her look listen. like, wow. And she's so, um, I get uh, the beginning. Hey, you know Zoe? I Tapper. Oh, just brother. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's what you will <laughs> see. Slow hanging fruit. I apologize. Here's the scary thing. is the beginning of the movie. It's you're like, oh, yeah, that's a normal relationship. And you realize, no, it's not. You're watching two people talking while watching TV and not looking at each other. Little things like that. But I'm like, yo, but that's normal. Or it's normal because it's starting to go downhill and you're just not dealing with it. And it's really cool because there's a part where they're explaining this infestation. And it's really it's really good because no one gets attacked on CNN or anything like this. CNN is just like, hey, we're going to get out of here. We're going to go into a safer place. We're going to get We're going to leave. It's in Brit. It's actually based in UK. And one of the guys says, but before we leave, Donald Trump is tweeted out and you show the actor be like, oh, Jesus, and turn off the TV. (laughs) (laughs) I said, that is really funny because that's the last person you want to hear's opinion on this apocalypse. You don't want to hear this. And it's not an apocalypse. It's actually legit being like, oh, we have a vaccine. We just need to get it to everyone. That's all. We need to get it out to everyone. It's really cool. What are your thoughts on demon sperm and alien DNA? <sighs> dude. <laughs> dude, we are. I'm not going to. Let's not even make it really political, but that's some wacky shit. That we is talk about. in. I got a. I had to block a, fr- a friend sent me that video. We are no longer friends. Well, we were acquaintances. Okay. We're no longer acquaintances. Yeah. I think anyone that's that's doing crazy like that is going to be an automatic drop. Like the people that I was referring to earlier are intelligent people with some good attributes somehow in there still. But like when you start doing that kind of shit, like demon sperm and alien DNA (laughs) and Jesus, I just heard her say that Jesus is going to destroy Facebook if uh, they, they don't put her post back up. But I'm here to tell you right now that Jesus will not destroy Facebook lady because he's still waiting for his, his share. Can anybody out there just give him one goddamn share, please? What is that? Oh, a share. Okay. We were talking stocks. Oh, I see where your confusion comes in. (laughs) It's like a share. Would you buy stock in Jesus? Listen, it's a solid, it's a solid bet. Cause he will, he's always going to have people, bro. That's a solid bet. Yeah. I mean, you, it might be actually kind of advantageous to buy some stock in Jesus. I mean, it's not great right now, but I do hear it's coming back. Uh, look, look, let me tell you something. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next two years that Dan isn't isn't religious in some way. How, <laughs> okay. Uh, why? Um, I think you're a curious person. And if if the right book gets in your hands, maybe not Christianity, but Buddhism or something, if the right person gets in your head, you're in, dude. Nah, son. Okay. You're not giving me enough credit. Oh. I'm a free thinker. No, you are. Always have been. But if someone is a free thinker, 
and they're like, oh no, I'm a free thinker too. I think that this and the the world and the this. And you'll be like, yeah. No, it goes down to two things. It's either going to be a cult or it's going to be organized religion. And those two things, are, it's not happening. What would you do ever. if your wife got really, really super religious? We about to get divorced like a mother. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Um, I mean, I guess I'd support her unless it just started getting real crazy. Not crazy, but then, she, we, then we'd she, have to have a conversation. She reads every day. And she wants you to read, be like, like she does the thing where you're watching TV and she'd be like, babe, check this scripture out. Check it out. He says, God wants, like, she's really in. And you're like, you're trying to support her. That's when I just, I, I take my index finger. I take my index finger, right? <laughs> I just hold it up in the air, like at my face. She's sitting to my left. I slowly move the finger right in front of her face. And I go, shh. <laughs> and that's how it works. You wouldn't entertain it. No. Wow. I'm not like anti-religion. It's just not for me. It's come up in my life several times and I just, uh, it's not something I can get behind. I don't fault people for being religious and being spiritual and needing God in their life. And if that makes them better people, again, aren't we all just trying to be good to ourselves and to the people around us, right? Like that is at the end of the day, if that's all we're doing, I'm totally cool with it. Well, you know, like religion isn't for everybody. I get it. I, again, I could, I could totally see I wouldn't be, I could see myself in Switzerland with the see-through long, uh, long sleeve shirt that's kind of like blowing in the wind. It's kind of white and with like no <laughs> socks and like. You're hanging out with Jared Leto? Dude, listen, I could see myself doing that where it's just like, I'm 50. I don't want any problems. I just want to live in this beauty, but I could never join a society of people that thought like me. Because I would just think they're weird. There's enough weirdness if I thought like that for myself. But people being around, I'd be like, y'all are weird. There's too many of us in here. I need just me. So I couldn't hang with people like that. But I could be a person like that. Where are you right now in your life with religion? Now, when I met you, describe the Steve Hudson that I got to know as far as like I could describe the person because I I was talking to you. Mm -hmm. But where was your head at that time? Religion wise. I had a lot of questions. Now, when you say you had a lot of questions, was it like, do I believe this? Is that what it was? Or um, I knew that if things were, here's the thing. I knew things were not true. I knew that there were certain things that were objectively not true that I had been taught throughout my life. And once you say uh, one thing is not true, but in this book, it's like, well, you accept everything or nothing at all. You're like, okay, well, I guess my only other option is just be like, okay, well, then this isn't right. And that's okay. what sent me into a, okay, well then what is right? I remember you making it a point to be like, I have something to tell you. And you said, this is where I'm at now. Are you still there? And what was that? I would say I, I, where I'm at now is I, you're always searching. Um, but I don't believe any, I don't believe any, whoever, this is a great quote. Whenever someone says I have it figured out, don't believe them. Anyone who says I have the real thing, believe them. Like there was a point where I was just like, dude, this can't be like some of the people that I love the most, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all these people, they believed in the religion that they were in. Um, And if you believe in one religion, you have to believe that one of those people are going to burn eternally. Because one of them is wrong. One of them is wrong. And it's like, 
that doesn't seem right. Now I went into the thing where it's like, well, then it's all wrong. And then I went into, and then I, you know, I was raised in a situation where it's all right. And now I'm in that headspace where, um, you know, reading these books are like, does it matter? Does it affect your life at this very second? And will you ever know that answer? Like, well, no, but I could, well, then you're searching for something you never know, right? Well, yeah, but can't you put that energy into something that you could tangibly do? Well, yeah, well, then do that. <laughs> you're asking questions that you're never going to know. You're never going to know it. But what you can do is put that either like podcast or do your album. Put that energy that you're trying to figure out the, the, the origins of the universe and plug it into something that you could actually tangibly do. Because all that other stuff, you know, when you're on your deathbed or when you die and at your funeral, they're never going to be like, you know what he did that was really, really, really cool? He was this close to figuring out who God was. Is there a God? Who has the right God? Is there a heaven or hell? No one's going to say that. They'll be like, well, how did you make me feel? How did you, how did you react around people? Have you heard his music? Have you done this? Podcast was crazy. Do that and let the universe focus on itself. That's where I'm at headwise now. So you don't think I'm real? <laughs> this is crazy. I didn't even know. How did you even get here? There's no portal. There's no. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't you even worry about it. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Hudson. It's been a while since we've talked. It has. It has. I don't know if you recognize my voice. This is the Dark Lord. Hello, everyone. What? Still trying to. Nudge my way into that whole here's a noise thing. I see that. It's proving harder than I imagined. I mean, I'm the fucking Dark Lord. I figure I can do anything. Not these guys. Never met someone like Steve Hudson before. So it couldn't help but interject in this conversation. Sounds to me like somebody thinks I'm a cartoon character. A figment of the imagination. I don't appreciate that. I worked really damn hard to get where I am. Sure, sure, I got this on an accident. I mean, I really fucked up back in the day, but... Dark Lord, I'm sorry. Steve needs to go here. This is the part of the show where he tells me he has like three minutes... Keep it down, Junior. I'm talking. I want you to tell me, Mr. Hudson, that to my figurative face, you can't see me, but you can hear me. I know you can. Maybe you... You know what? Hold on a second. I'm going to get in your brain. All right, now you see me. Tell me I'm fake. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, you look cartoonishly red, and you are humongous. Stop looking at my crotch. I didn't see. I was already ready for it. It would help. Here's the thing. Even looking at you now, it kind of loses the umph because if you were like a big person, it would be a little bit scarier. But you're so cartoony, like the horn, like what's the deal with the horn? You were an angel. Do they all have horns or did you just grow those? I mean, I kind of like them. You know, now I'm taking it personal. I mean, I was taking it personal before, but now I'm really taking it personal. Yeah. This is more of a fashion statement. Are you saying you don't like these? Okay. I mean, feel, no, no. Like here, I'll, I'll allow you to go ahead and sort of feel how they feel at the top. Do you feel how pointy they are? They feel like a ram's horn. This is so weird. Do me a favor. Just touch the left one. Okay, okay? here we this go. This is just for an experiment. Now touch the touch the tip of it. It's pretty sharp. Just the tip? <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> now go ahead and just slide your hand mm. down on the side. Feel that? Yeah, I do. Slide it, slide it back up again. Okay. 
Now keep on doing that. <laughs> Okay. okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, let's 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 just th- Oh, thank you. Okay, the horns are gone. I like that you're taking criticism. Tell you what, hold on a second. Yes. All right, how's this look? How do I look now? Um, you can't be red and have a fade like a brother. That doesn't Fair enough. No. Fair enough. Hold on. All right, how's that? Bald. Works. Works. That's Dan, asshole. Oh, shoot. Uh, Bro, how long you know me? Okay. That's me. Okay, here's Come the thing. on. Look at him. Here's the thing. Um, going Hold to on. the eyes. All right, all right. Now I look like Barack Obama. What do you think? No. Just take the just take the horns away, and we'll go from there. And the the um the yellow eyes. That's not a. That's not. That's what we make fun of you for. Just stop. Listen, I have a liver condition, asshole. Oh, I got too shoot. much Billy Rubin. I'm, I'm a little bit jaundiced. I'm sorry. I used to be a big drinker. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, the fangs. Do all angels have fangs? No, no, no. This was, you know how like those those rap guys give themselves grills. Uh-huh. Do they still do that? No. Well, uh, this is basically my version of a grill. It's great when tearing into flesh. And then here's the thing: the tunic. You can wear normal clothes, bro. You don't like this? No. What What do you got against tunics? Well, there's no back. Yeah, but look at this ass. Oh boy. You ever seen a demon twerk? <laughs> Check it out. Wait, 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 wait. You have a tail? It's kind of a tail. It's not really a tail. It's a tail. It's a penis. Oh, that comes from your back. Yes, it's a back penis. A penis. You got to be ready for anything. Okay. So, I enjoy company. Okay. I have an open relationship with a lot of people down here. Okay, and here's the thing. Last but not least, the goat feed. Okay, listen, okay. that's my soul patch. That's my flavor saver. I'm not saying the saying? goat. I'm saying the goat feet. You can just have normal people feet. Yeah, I could. But then you, what do you wear? Can you see this, the Prince of Darkness wearing flip-flops? It's better than you looking like a cartoon of what a kid would draw the devil as. You are that. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we're in person. I'm sorry. But you are the cartoon wow. version of what the devil should look. And I was more scared of you now before I saw you personally. Wow. You are just a cartoon, bro. We'll get together. You know Why what? don't you and I get together? And I'll hook you up with a dope look. Oh, make no mistake. We're going to be getting together real soon. Oh, boy. Remember, oh. someone's on the other side of the hill. I mean, I have 40 years. Does 40 years go pretty fast for you? 50 years, 60? That's like a, the length of a fart for me. That's a long fart because you have a tail. Well, that comes out of my, my back penis. Oh boy! It's a fart out of the back penis. It's right. really it's it's complicated. Well, I, I, I do it. have to. Hey, really, hey, I do have to go. Um, Satan, uh, you were just hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second, hold on. Hey, say hi real quick. Hello. Who's this? Hi, hey, this is the coronavirus. <laughs> How you doing? How are you? I just stopped by real quick to get some supplies. Okay. And, uh, I'm going right back up to the top, so. Um, now, it's really strange. I got this list, and at the top of the list, Steve Hudson. Are you Steve E. Hudson? I am. E. What's the E stand for? Everybody's favorite person. Oh, yeah, you're the one. Yeah, um... You better stock up on vitamin C. Okay. Sorry to be this is a first introduction, but uh, we'll be seeing you real soon. Anyway, nice to meet you. I'm going to go ahead and take off now. Yes, please.
Peace out. Peace out. Do your daddy. Do your daddy right. Take him out. Give him some of my sperm. <laughs> wow. All right, Hudson. I'm gonna get out of here, man. All right. Go, We're gonna go get. Some, I'll, I'll get you I dressed kill some up. Christians. I'll get you dressed. All up. right. Peace out, everybody. All right. Talk to you soon. By the way, I'm working on. I uh, have. A, I just wanted to let you know I have a karaoke booth now. Of course you do. And I'm gonna be recording some songs for you real soon. Okay. Um. Wow. Are you gonna? Was your first uh, song gonna say it'd be go tail it on the mountain? Because like the tail is what I'm saying. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. No, not at all. <laughs> Well, next time, we're going to have to talk a little bit longer. You have a good one. Good luck on the coronavirus thing. All right, Steve, I'm coming back, man. Hold on. I don't even know why Satan showed up this time, Steve. Uh, He wanted to talk to me. But like, how did did you know? Did I change? Did I do anything weird? No, I believe he, uh, uh, I, I imagine, I imagine that you guys have some sort of connection Huh. I don't even know anymore because let, let's just, I know you got to go, but at first there was a portal. Then I was like blistering up. Like when Daniel was here, like I didn't get over that shit for like a week. I look like a meth addict all over my face and everything. And now he's just showing up. So I just hope you were nice to him. I hope you said pleasant things. You didn't piss him off. Don't, you know, and the one thing that I didn't tell you too, and I forgot. So God forbid the next time we talk to him, do not mention the horns. He's fucking Ooh, like crap. He's wacky about that shit. I did not know that. Well, it's okay. As long as you don't say anything, we should be good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have to get a voice box, Dan. You think so? No. Wow. I'm going to put that money into stocks. But you know what the stock I'm going to invest in? What's that? Myself, Dan. Jesus Christ, Steve. <laughs> Seriously, like you just got to fucking like this ego thing. You were you were in check for about like a day. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to stop with my ego. And now it's just back again. <laughs> you know, I've been doing really good with it, man. I have been stopping myself. You, but you know what's funny? Uh, that math, uh, uh, I'm, there's a, well, I'm done with that book. There's another book What was, uh, dang, we don't have time to talk about it. But anyway, it, it scientifically proves that self-control is an exhaustible thing. Like you can just exhaust it. And I think I did that this week. And so I had to stop talking to people a little bit because I was self-controlling myself not to say things I would want to say. And I'm like, okay, I need a break from people for a while. So I didn't talk to a lot of folks for like two days. And then I researched, I was like, okay, I'm back. Because I'm just not used to using that muscle yet. I'm used to coming back with some zany, you know, whatever thing. But I was like, you know, it'd be nice. I understand where you're coming from. I just disagree. Well, you shouldn't disagree because I'm like, okay, well, this is self-control day. Done. Not going to do it. Wow. Yeah. So I've been, I've been using it. This is a year of growth for you. It's a year of growth. It, I always thought that if I was nice, that people would see me as weak and that's not the case. And the people that do, I don't need them in my life anyway. Yet another reason to cut someone off. Yet another dinner party. I'm not going to be invited to, which is perfect. I just got the weirdest file right now. What is it? It says, told you. Should I hit play? I don't know. Told you. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I don't know what it means. All right, here we go. I don't know what the hell's going to come out right now. Okay. This is very strange. Beneath the snowy mountain, cold and clear, the unborn grass lies waiting for its gold to turn to green. The snowbird sings the song he always sings 
And it speaks to me of flowers that will bloom again in spring When I was young, my heart was young then too And anything that it would tell me, that's the thing that I would do But now I feel such emptiness within For the thing that I want most in love's the thing that I can't win Spread your tiny wings and fly away And take the snow back with you where it came from on the day The one I love forever is untrue And if I could you know that I would fly away with you Breeze along the river seems to say That he'll only break my heart again should I decide to stay So little snowbird take me with you when you go To that land of gentle breezes where the peaceful waters flow Spread your tiny wings and fly away And take the snow back with you where it came from on that day The one I love forever is untrue And if I could you know that I would fly away with you If I could, you know that I would fly away with you. Stick the bop, 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 doo doo doo. All right, nice one, boys. Good job. Wow. I think that was Snowbird, G. By Satan? <laughs> it says told you. I don't know. Huh. Did he tell you something? Uh, he said he was working on a karaoke bar. Gee, that's horrible. That went on longer than I could have imagined. I think we need to call him back at some point, not today. Okay. And maybe he should reconsider uh, his venture into karaoke because, wow, call it a hunch. that was bad. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> on that note. Yeah, I think this is a good time that we just uh, we should depart at this moment, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, I had a great time. I had a great philosophical conversation with Dan, uh, which you know, uh, which was uh, furthered talking to Natas, um, listening to him sing. But I really had fun talking about all the reviews that we weren't able to review in the past. It was really, really fun. I had a great time. Um, we're going to be coming back to you again next week. Of course, I got. I hope you guys like this wonderful episode. The next person you're going to be hearing is the man, the myth, the legend, Dan. Yep, that's me. Guys, thank you very much for listening. I, I'm kind of glad that it was a, a review-heavy show today because we really have been kind of like skimping on those lately. So I think we knocked it out of the park, ladies and gentlemen, if I do say so myself. We're almost on our third year. Do you know that? It's nuts. Heroes of Noise is three years old coming up in like a month and some change. Crazy. That's nuts, man. So you know what? It's been a wild ride. We love you people. Thank you so much for sticking with us. You know, we're just a bunch of dipshits that love to talk to you every week. And uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I know I've said it a few times this episode, but I'll say it again. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 